in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, The Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And the Sportsocracy heard everywhere around the world on the iHeartRadio app. And we can be seen live in the Ingalls studio on YouTube. Just go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, join us in the chat. It is a football. Uh, nope, I, I, I have redubbed this. Based on the three biggest stories of the day. What's that? It's a Fafo Friday. A Fafo Let's Friday. Go. <laughs> Looking directly at Kyrie Irving and the Las Vegas Raiders. Let's go. I don't know that I've ever been happier than Derek Carr looking at a camera last night just going, I hate Josh McDaniel. <laughs> it's not verbatim what he said. I kind of uh, I, I gave it the old... Uh, What's that called where you summarize? It's summary. I summarized yeah, it. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Uh, welcome, everybody, into the program. It is a Friday, and uh, it is time for the opening drive. The opening drive always brought to you by Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Go to 629 Brevard Road. Check out the showroom. Don't forget to mention the Sportsocracy when you are there and shopping for either a brand new or a certified pre-owned vehicle. Because when you do mention us, they will give you $250 on top of whatever your trade-in is already worth. I have literally now driven everything in the Nissan fleet, and they're all winners. Just depends on what you need. And you know how you find that out? You go to 629 Brevard Road, tell them the formerly fat guys from the Sportsocracy sent you, and they'll help you figure it out together. That's right. The Pro Bowl games... I guess they began in earnest last night. Oh, I have no fear. We're going to talk about that in the next hour. Because I had high hopes. Much like my first two marriages, it didn't last real long. You had high hopes it for went, the water balloon talk? Yeah. yeah. It, in a hurry. It went about as as, as I expected it would. Uh, hey, we're going to get uh, all of these superstar athletes together. We're going to play some carnival games. Isn't it going to be fun? Well, you know what's better what? than? You're down. I touched you. Football. That's <laughs> what it was. That's what I thought it would be better than. Uh well, I mean, we'll we'll get to see the real action. The flag football games. Three of them on Sunday. Cannot wait for that. Uh, but we have a special guest who I, I, I can't wait to hear his thoughts on a flag football game. We do, we do. Asheville Police Chief David Zach joining us in studio. It's good to see you, sir. Feels like it's been like six months. It has been a while, guys. It really has. This is really the highlight of our week. We <laughs> as mine. As th- this is much like a special club that no one knows about. We don't <laughs> let many people in here. <laughs> I can see why. So Asheville Police Chief David Zach joining us here uh, on what it w- what was formerly Football Fridays, and it will be Football Friday again. Next just, week. Just next Friday. Well, here's the thing. I-, I haven't gotten the chance to say this to Asheville Police Chief David Zach yet. Uh, a, tank collapsed. 
like an Adirondack chair underneath him <laughs> before he found PhD weight loss. In what can only be described as a Los Angeles Chargers level collapse, Tank just fell apart uh-huh. and allowed me to take beat the Chief. And then we did the playoffs. And I don't know that I've ever seen a four round fight that was really over after the first round. <laughs> But then we did that too. So, I take the uh, I take the season long. We got a little something special planned for next week. Okay, all right. We will, prop bets, maybe some. Uh, well, I did not have a chance to congratulate you on your on your victory. So, congratulations. It, you really should. Now be we've, more all we've, we've all won. We've all won one. We've all won one season. So. Well, I mean, in theory, I've actually won two years in a row. But he conned me into using the Georgia-Alabama game, and my ego got the better of me because I wanted to see his sadness more than I wanted the victory. I got blinded by the light. I think there was a, a, a great song back at the time of my birth about that. So what, what I'm really hearing there is he's the true champion. Without a shadow. <laughs> he's, he's taking all-time championship... Uh, 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 platitudes here with his win. We've each won. We've each won. Three, we've we done this for three years. Each one of us has held the title. Indeed so that's have. exciting. Which means that next year will be the whatever a we four won, uh, trilogy is. I don't watch enough movies to know the answer to that. <laughs> don't is know. it a quadrology? A quadrology. Is, that, <laughs> is that a word? I don't know, but it is a word. It now. is now. It is yes, now. Yes, the quadrology. To the quadrology. Uh, Let's go. Of uh, Beat the Chief, brought to you by, of course, Clarissa Hyatt, Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com today. And, uh, Chief, so we haven't had you in here in a while. Um, I, I, I guess the, the most fitting place for us to start would be your thoughts on the typical end of the buffalo bills season you can totally punch him I will, I will, I will <laughs> well as someone like yourself who's familiar with collapse Absolutely. uh you know wow just and you know i mean i wasn't here because i was up in buffalo uh attending the games and um i can't you want to take see like seventy five thousand. the air go out Oh yeah, of the balloon. Uh, that that Cincinnati game was a, a funeral, and uh, just tremendous, tremendous amount of disappointment. Uh, with the expectations being as high as they were all year, but you know, it's like after that midpoint of the season, you knew there was a problem. Yeah, and uh, of course, it it all comes to fruition in, in that Cincinnati game where every weakness the team had was exposed. I do have to ask you this question because I've heard this from a lot of Buffalo Bills fans, and I'm not saying they're smart Buffalo Bills fans. But well, they are. But go were, ahead. But you were in the you were in the stadium. Did yeah. you Did you have a real problem identifying the Cincinnati Bengals in the snow and their white uniforms and all that? Is that no? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> they were the ones jumping up and down, cheering a lot. Uh, they were the they, ones. They were the, the really excited group. <laughs> well, see, I don't know. If, Tank, if you, I don't know if you've ever been to a football game, but there's these two big ten yard zones at the end of the field. <laughs> the Bengals were easy to identify because they kept getting there. Oh, nice. I, and I'm Very not gonna nice. lie. I, it, I figured out one of the reasons that that I, the Bills don't bother me. 
So I was at the Village Porch. You've been there with me. You, yep. you know how the seating arrangement of this place goes. There's one gigantic table in the back. So there were a row of Bills fans in front of us. One of them's wearing his Josh Allen jersey. Uh, there was a Cole Beasley. I saw a lot of blue. And over the course of four quarters, I watched what looked just really, really familiar to me. And I went, I get it now. This is why I can be okay with Buffalo. And I hate New England and I hate Miami. Because Miami fans, I don't know how. It, it, Tank does not understand our rivalry. So you please stop me whenever I say <laughs> something. That if this had happened to New England, Every New England fan in the place would have been, they would have probably had a Tom Brady jersey underneath whatever jersey it was on the outside that they could have ripped off and go, Seven Super Bowls! Who cares about Seven Super Bowls! And you'd have heard that for three hours. And by the end of it, you would have gone, I hate you with the fire of a thousand suns. And Miami Dolphins fans. They bring up 1972. Bingo. It's either 72 or. Or, and this is also possible, they just punch you directly in the face and you go, I guess we're going this way now. Nice. I like when it goes that way. I do too. <laughs> that's why Chief Zach and I are, that's why we get along. We turn into Ken and Ryu from Street Fighter. Like, ah, ah, this is what I, I, I was looking a, I was looking forward to this. I took a nap just in case it went this way. Yeah, it was, I mean, you, again, and I was at the Miami game, that, that playoff game. And uh, Clarissa and I were there. We had a, we had a fantastic time. Ran into some uh, some of my buddies. And then we actually went down to the end zone. She actually tried to get on the field. I had to kind of hold her back. Uh, like, you don't do that. Because right. uh, she, 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 wanted, she wanted to meet Cole Beasley. She's a big Cole Beasley fan. Really? Yeah, yeah. She's got her, she's got her jersey. Red one. But she's like, please take me down to the tunnel. And I had some friends working down there, and she goes, "Can can you get me down?" There? I goes, "No, I, I I can't do that." And uh, but she was down there hoping to, hoping to catch a glimpse, maybe get a high five from Cole, but it it, it didn't happen. But Josh Allen came over, which was cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, that was cool. He he gave his hat to a kid sitting right next to us. So it was pretty exciting. But uh, you you could just see that there's no no way Miami should have put up 30 points with a third string quarterback, and right. you're wondering. What is Leslie Frazier? What kind of sort of game plan is he designing? And I asked that question out loud multiple times. Well, I seventy five thousand people ask the same question and still don't have answers as as to you know his inability to exploit the opposition's weakness. And so, as a result, in true Buffalo fashion, they fired the safeties coach. Nice. And uh, as, as being now, the, that was arguably the best position on the field. They were just hurt. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so he's he's the casualty. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, teeth gnashing going on in in Buffalo. But so then I had to drive back after the Cincinnati game, my 11 hour drive. Oh, that's awful. that was the so when he told me this, that was the worst part of this. I went, you didn't fly, <laughs> so now you have to drive a half a day. <laughs> In a car full of Buffalo Bills things. <laughs> and I went, see, this is why the Bills will never bother me. Because I feel like we're in the same boat. I feel like in the AFC East, there are the two New York teams that have paired off of, I can be happy for you. And I feel like you could be happy for me. But then you get to Miami and New England and go, mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Deep, uh, I have deep resentment for it's, both of those I, I get asked this teams. question all the time. 
of how can you root for the Bills as a, as a Jets fan? Because I've seen this. We did this. With Rex Ryan, we did this with Bill Parcells. If you get so close, and the roster is so good, and I know that feeling, and I hate that feeling. Somebody said to me that I would rather just miss the playoffs than than have that hope. That's, I could disagree with that more. Yeah, I, I, that's ridiculous. That hope is probably the greatest moment I've ever had as a Jets fan, and I've done it almost adjacent watching his Bills. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny, so. You know, after the game, and now Clarissa, who's a recent Bills fan, she's you know, she's new, she's yeah. new, yeah. she's new, and she's <laughs> like, she goes, "Hey, babe, don't worry about it. There's always next year." I go, "I, please don't say that." Yeah, please don't say. I've been watching this for fifty years. This exact same scenario play out. Uh, Was there part of you that looked at her and go? Oh, sweet child. <laughs> you're, you're new to this. You are just a mere babe in the woods at this yeah, moment. You, you have no idea what heartbreak is. And it's you kind know. Of, did you take a picture? Because you could always remember the day, the first day, the new Bills fan said, maybe next year. Yep. That's <laughs> actually the rolling uh, New Year's resolution of every Jets and Bills fan. Well, there's always next there's year. Always, always next year. But a lot of people. So I, I had the opportunity to listen to a lot of uh, local talk radio after after the Cincinnati game and what was coming out from the players. I mean, Cincinnati was clear, and t- to all the Bengals fans out there, your team was superior, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I they deserve certainly earned that victory. And I definitely wanted to see them beat Kansas City, but uh, the feeling or what the players were saying. In, in post uh, game interviews and on locker cleanup day, is they just had nothing left. That the season had taken so much out of them, uh, and you know, I they were cool about it. It wasn't like, didn't sound like an excuse, right. but if you were there watching, you could see it. Mm-hmm. You you could physically see it that they they had nothing left, and how that happens, you know, I don't know. But there's a lot of questions about coaching. And while I don't think Sean McDermott's in any type of danger whatsoever, there's a lot of people questioning Ken Dorsey, and there's a lot of people question, really questioning Leslie Frazier. Mm-hmm. That, that leads me into a question that I want to ask. We have to take a quick break. After the break, I've got two questions, one about an event that happened and one an event that we hinted at, and we just – want to get your opinion on you are in the sportsocracy i'm take spencer he's jeremy green we're joined in studio by Asheville police chief david zach and we'll be back right after this Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. 
I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Make 2023 the year that you change your life and you win that battle with your weight problem. It can happen for you. I I mean, I've said this time and time again in my life. I'm going to do better this year. I'm going to lose the weight. 2022, that was the year for me. The PhD weight loss program helped me lose more than 90 pounds last year. PhD is the way to go. Many people in the new year say, new year, new me. The only problem is that they use a lot of the same tendencies, which leads to new year, same you. Sometimes you need a little help, and that's what PhD gives you. They give you plenty of the food. They give you the, all the direction, all the guidance. If it works for a guy like me that was as lazy with my food choices as I was, it will work for you. PhD weight loss. I lived all of my adult life around the 300-pound mark, and now I'm down around 200 pounds, and I feel infinitely better, as you can imagine. Go to myphdweightloss.com today. It's myphdweightloss.com. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, ain't God? Welcome back into the Sportsocracy. We're joined in studio by Asheville Police Chief David Zach here on a Friday. Unfortunately, not a football Friday. I mean, I guess we could make it a football Friday. But well, if we wanted to, to do ex- uh, Pro Bowl bangers, right. and if I ever give you those, please take me to a doctor yeah. or to a meeting in the basement of a church with stale cookies and bad coffee. Yeah. Because that's where I need to go badly. Hard to get excited about uh, Pro Bowl games, football. And that's coming from a man that once bet table tennis in a language that I could neither read nor write. (laughs) That's a thing I did. Indeed, you did. Um, All right, so, Jeremy, as we left off our conversation with the Chief, uh, you said you had two questions. The first one is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you blame Sean McDermott? Because for me, it was a lot. I would say seven. That's roughly where I was probably a little higher than that. Because I looked around and I said, well, you've got eight teams left. Seven of them have offensive coaches. And I feel like you almost get to a point with defensive guys that if I can't just lock you down, it's not good enough anymore to just be good defensively. Because you get an offense like Cincinnati, you get an offense like Kansas City, you're not stopping them regardless. Unless you're the the, the early 2000s Ravens, the, the early 2000s Buccaneers, or the 85 Bears. You're not stopping them. So it's a question of can you keep up with them. And I, I looked at this and went, I blame McDermott for a lot of this. I, I hated virtually everything that happened in the first half. I also... Uh, but, I mean, he does... I mean, all the play calling, the, the offensive design, the game plan is by Dorsey. And for eight weeks, Dorsey had the keys to the Ferrari, and and they were performing at a high level. But then as that season wore on, you could – I mean, they were still putting up points. But you, you, you started to see the run game come around a little bit, but they couldn't utilize the weapons that they had. You, they, they found no way to use Hines other than on kickoff returns, which saved him against New England. Right. And you got a hell of a weapon there in James Cook. They couldn't figure out how to incorporate him. And then you got Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie just dropping the ball left and right. And I, th- I think Isaiah's seen his last days in Buffalo. 
think he's done. I would wager you're probably. He's going to be a cap casualty anyway. Uh, well, because you've got Stefan Diggs and Gabriel Davis that they're not going anywhere. Which leads me to my second question. Uh, what was your take on Stefan Diggs, who apparently was out of the locker room before some of the coaches were even in it? He took some heat uh, in Buffalo for that. Like uh, there, were, there were people that were very upset with him. And in typical Diggs fashion, he says, I just hate losing. And, Which I'm okay with. And and I think people get it because we hate losing too. So, I mean, it's so he, he's been forgiven for that, but it was reminiscent of his Minnesota days where you're like, hey, man, are you going to turn into a cancer here or what? And, uh, but I think, you know, he knows what he's got in Allen. Uh, I guess you just write it off as. I don't know, just, yeah, it's just, just and, and that's what he said. And I, right. so I think he handled it the, the best he could, but yeah, I don't think it's a problem going down the road. I think just, again, the expectations for all of them were so high mm-hmm. and they held themselves to that standard too. And then to, to just get beat down like they did against Cincinnati, I think it just got the best of them. So I think you got to forgive them. Uh, I've long had a, a steady belief of there are certain personality traits that I can deal with in certain positions and not in others. I could never deal with a quarterback that did that. The receiver, I don't care that you have an ego. Mm-hmm. I mean, it bothered to. me in the moment. And then his response of, I hate losing. What do you want me to say? Okay. Yeah, I was I'm okay good. with it. Yeah. I, I don't want a running back that's real bright. If you're, if a running back's <laughs> best feature is, well, he got a 2,200 on his SATs. Seacrest out. Because I'm about to ask him to run into a wall at full speed <laughs> for five solid years. I want him to be a little bit of a dumb dumb. Like me, <laughs> I felt I felt like things like that with with Stefan Diggs are always overblown for anybody it's because other, it's Diggs for, for anybody other than a quarterback. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care who it is. I mean, I mean name be, me an elite a, receiver ever that didn't have some kind of attitude, right? And you can give me Jerry Rice, but there was a little bit there too. But you I saw want, it a lot more towards the end than you did at the beginning, right? But I want my stars to have that. I want my stars to have that little edge. Uh, my quarterback needs to be a little more level headed and it'll be a little right. more emotionally mature and things like that. The, the, or the otherwise you have care. otherwise you have Cam Newton. Exactly. And we exactly. saw we saw how that turned out. Right. Uh, it, it, I was going to give out his Twitter, uh, but I don't. I don't. But that's our uh, anytime we know things are going to elicit people to send misspelled angry messages. <laughs> that's why usually it's it me. Me. You can send it to me at SportsTank ESPN for agreeing with him on that. Uh, yeah, I got, I got news for you. If we're looking at uh, angry t- tweets or text messages, I'd wager Chief Zach's probably the only person on the planet that's outdoing me. <laughs> Fair point. That is a fair point. I get a lot that have two Ks back to back, and it just irks me to no end. <laughs> Never two Ks. That's Ever. your new favorite thing. Oh yeah, That's your new because it keeps of. happening. I put out four mock drafts last night. I got that eleven times. Like I said it the same day. So yeah, the season did not go. Uh, it did not end the way that the Buffalo Bills or the Buffalo Bills Mafia wanted it to end. But, I, I mean, and somebody asked in the YouTube comments, I believe it was Alex S., uh, saying, well, is it is it time to just blow it up? Good Lord, no. Well, no. What do you need? And, and this is coming from, I, I know where I'm at. I'm just curious if you're in the same boat I am. Allen needs more weapons. Uh, Not what I was going to say. I, I think he needs, there's trouble on that offensive line for certain. There it is. Uh, That's the one. But 
and and I think just more creativity on uh, coming out of the coaching staff. Again, the weapons you do have. I mean, Dawson Knox went invisible for weeks on end. With the, that, that should not happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, they they can't execute a simple screen pass, and every other team in the league can. So, what's the problem there? So, I, I, you know, I mean, Dorsey was a hot. Co- we talked about it. Was a hot coaching candidate, and um, we actually, you actually thought he might end up in Carolina. He was. Uh, he got an interview in Carolina, and I think, I think the second half performance did Dorsey in. Well, so, I mean, and you're going to get better. the The first year as a play caller, I mean, you got to understand having Brian Dable in the building is going to that's going to cure a lot of ills and make some people look smarter than they are. Doesn't mean that they won't get to that point. You just it, that's that's an experience spot. I, we told a story yesterday about Ajira Averro, the, the defensive coordinator for uh, uh, Denver. That's been going into coaching interviews, and he's just too honest. He looked at Denver and said, uh, "Russell Wilson is a dumpster fire, and I don't want to work with him." And all of the ownership went, "Well, you're out." Right. I mean, you learn that as you interview for a bunch of jobs, and these things come out. That's kind of what I saw with Dorsey. I, I do value that offensive line to be a problem. And let's, let's and be honest too. I mean, I, I, and I will. I mean, when Dorsey was hired, he was considered one of the big up and coming offensive minds. Mm-hmm. And as the season started, you you were like, this this is the guy, man. And and then you're like, the second half of the season, you were like scratching your head, like. What's the what's the game plan here? What's how, how come these guys aren't being utilized? Just, I, I just I'm not like sure it, that he didn't get got by by uh, Ben Johnson too. They were on the exact same career trajectory, and I'll be honest with you, there's not a huge difference between the two, but there's a huge difference in the perception. Mm-hmm. Ben Johnson's getting credit for doing it with Jared Goff. Ken Dorsey's getting dinged for not doing it with Josh Allen. Right. When you really boil this down, they're still the same guy. Yeah. So if you're really in love with one and you're really out on the other, I'm going to need you to explain that to Obviously, you. the offensive line is a problem for Buffalo. But, uh, I mean, at some point, you, you well, got the biggest to, problem is that po- the AFC is just a, a firing range. Well, that's true. But, I mean, when you're looking looking at your team and what can we do differently next year, I mean, at some point, you've got to figure out how to run the damn ball. Do it. Run the damn ball. Exactly. <laughs> like, well, they And you saw with Cook, though. When when they started moving away from Singletary and Cook was getting more carries, they were more effective. And then inexplicably, they would go back to Singletary, mm-hmm. which was maddening as well because Cook can light it up. Yep. One of the if there was an algorithm that would tell you the a word that had been in a message with another word the most times, Buffalo Bills Bijan Robinson has blown my phone up for about ten days. And the more I think about it, the more I go, yep, um, I'm perfectly okay with that. Could be fun. Could be a lot of fun. Hopefully they will, uh, hopefully they'll figure it out. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. But I mean, we haven't even talked about the happiest of days with a fellow AFC East fan. So I mean, after the break, I feel like it's, it's a celebration. <laughs>
100%. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. It's time to discover the convenience and time savings of contact-free pickup with Ingalls Curbside. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app. And your Ingalls personal shopper gets to work with specialized training on how to select the freshest items for a pre-scheduled pickup. They'll even text you with updates. You pull up to a designated space and your personal shopper delivers your items right to your vehicle. Fresh, fast, and affordable. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. The sportsocracy. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. Back in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. It is uh, our own version of a football Friday. We got Asheville Police Chief David Zach in here with us. We're not picking games since there are none, but we'll have our big uh, Super Bowl preview coming up next week uh, on a football Friday. But. I would argue this is the worst sports weekend of the entire year. But 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 Kyrie Irving wants a trade. Yep. <laughs> and I, and, and I want to be a prima ballerina. I don't think there's a spot for me to land. Could be wrong. I think you're underestimating your talent. I mean, hey, maybe there's a, a, a mashup of the brawny man takes over uh, cats. <laughs> I, who knows? What are you talking about? We've got uh, Duke Carolina this weekend. Uh, yeah. Uh, trust me, i got a pick for you uh, in the next hour yes. on that one. And woo. Woo. It's not a banner year for the rivalry, but, you it's know. It's not a banner year for either one. Yeah. Yeah. This but you know, what is a, you know what is a banner, and it should make me – and Asheville Police Chief David Zach just it's feel not warm your and fuzzy. win and beat the chief. It's oh, not, I mean that. That's not. <laughs> We're not hanging a freaking banner for that. This ain't the Dean Dome. I'm going to come up with something though. I, I got a whole year now. I'm going to. There's got to be some sort of. I won't do a belt because he's got the belt on right. the the fan. But we got to come up with something here. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you definitively. You should never have said that out loud because I never even considered hanging a banner. And now now it's all I want to do. And I feel very sure that if I looked deep enough, I'd find a banner guy. Absolutely. I had a table tennis guy. I'll find find a banner guy. Right. No, obviously he's talking about the big news this week, the banner week for everybody, not a New England Patriots or Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan is the the demise of Tom Brady. It's over. I, I honestly felt like, uh, earlier this week, it was like being in a horror movie. And I had gotten to the end, and I was much worse for the wear. 
But I picked myself up off the sidewalk, blood on my face, and I just walked down the street like, and now I can just continue on about my life because this <laughs> awful nightmare is over. I was very uh, now, which which would have been like the ultimate uh, insult would if he had gone to Miami and then have to deal with. Now you got Miami and Brady. I was oh, yeah. rooting for it. That, Adamantly, please do that. Let Aaron Rodgers come to New York. Let Tom Brady. Go to Miami, and we'll let Captain Hiawaska be the one that vanquishes Dracula with the snake to the heart. Well, you can assume where I'm at on Aaron Rodgers with the uh, with my New York chance. You think he's going there? Oh, I'm. I'm not. I don't just think it. I'm convinced of it. At this point, I'm betting it. He knows it. He he knows it's in his heart of hearts that it's going to happen. Well, I mean, of course I am because you look around and go, all right, roster for roster. I hit four home runs last year, but our quarterback is terrible. And you look at Miami and they've got issues with Tua because I don't know what that's going to look like. New England is, I'm not going to say irrelevant, but you're not really a threat to me. And so if I'm the, this is what I've been told from inside the Jets building. They're looking at it going, we got to beat Buffalo. That's it. And we've got one of the, there's the chance to go get one of the great quarterbacks of all time at not turning the ball over and that's josh allen's biggest deficiency mm-hmm. it's the one thing we know we can be better at than them so yeah i'm 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 convinced now i'm not familiar with their cap situation uh it will cost you carl lawson and cj mosley and and if you're telling me that i'm going to lose those two i respond with a <laughs> uh safe travels uh <laughs> Sorry, boys. I uh, love you. Mean it. But if it's you two or Aaron Rodgers, that's not a difficult situation. Oh, yeah. That's not a difficult decision. For I got a feeling there's some draft picks in there, too. 13. Yeah. Green Bay knows. They're, they're not getting some. Uh, th- this is going to be one of those years. And, and I've said this with the draft. I did a senior bowl live stream earlier. You're not going to see the, the draft picks move because nobody's valuing, valuing them that way. I, all right. So just look at what the – the, the Denver Broncos. All right, they gave New Orleans two choices. You can take our one this year and a two next year. Or you can take a one next year and get a five this year. That should tell you everything you need to know of we don't care about this. But 29, we traded for it because we needed some capital. It doesn't matter. 13 for Aaron Rodgers. Smooth sailing, boys. You, you go get Peter Skaronsky or Keely Ringo or whatever makes you feel better. And you give us ayahuasca tea, and I'm all the way in. <laughs> we'll give him everything that's as illegal as it could possibly be, and we'll look that way. feel like a lot of those things are probably pretty uh, available in New York City. Absolutely. If you've or, ever or, read well, this. I mean, New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> There's only one New York team. <laughs> I should have known he wasn't. I should have known he wasn't going to defend me there, in spite no, of the sir. fact he knows I'm right. No, sir. He's not going to be on your side on that one. There is only one team in the state of New York. That is the Buffalo Bills. And there you have it. But with the Tom Brady retirement, obviously, it gave you some joy. I, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I'm like kind of an outlier in Buffalo because I never hated Brady. He was just too damn good, and and I couldn't hate him. And he always seemed to like keep his mouth shut, 
But in like these last three or four years, I've actually grown to to dislike his whole persona mm-hmm. and just his whole bradiness, which I never really felt when he was beating us down because I'm just like, man, that guy's good. You can't take it talk. away from him. Yeah. He didn't talk. And, and now, um, I don't know, what was it, a 30 for 30? And I saw him with the, uh, oh, my God, I'm, from the Raiders. Was it, was it Woodson with the tuck roll? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And I think it was a 30 for 30 where the two of them were talking, and Woodson was classy as hell, and just Brady would just seem like an ass. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like you anymore. So you let know? me so let me get this straight, and and I'm I'm gonna see if if your destination on this journey is the same as mine. What you're saying is, in the last three years, you have come to hate Tom Brady, where you didn't before. Yeah, that's pretty close. That's all I'm going to say. That's all my fault. There's a formerly fat guy on the opposite end of this table that has made it pretty easy to do. Uh, It's all my fault because he went to my team and won a Super Bowl. Oh, you made me super hate him. Uh, Like, you were like, you were the variant that I didn't see coming because you took it from just sheer unmitigated hatred to I think things sometimes that I'm not proud of. Uh, Like, I, I genuinely hate your name. It makes me angry. The sound of your name makes me angry, <laughs> and I have a panic room in my house that sometimes I just go into and yell because of you. But that would have been something for Allen, Rogers, and Brady to all be in the same. Oh, that would have been something to see. It would have been. But instead, but... now it's just my Jets, your Bills. We take over the division, and 10 years from now, New England and Miami feel the way about us that we currently do about them. Aaron Rodgers shows up. For, Aaron Rodgers shows up for two or three years. Tudor's old little cherub boy allows him to, you know, get put oh, on his it, big boy pants. You're, you're still sticking with Zach Wilson in this fantasy. Well, okay. Oh, well, I mean, here's the thing: I can't forecast a quarterback three years down the road because they're still in high school. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going with the cherub for now. Where does Car land? <sighs> so you know, it's funny. That's what we're opening the uh, the, the second hour with. The, Derek Carr has. You were talking about how Carr has moved your, or, or Brady moved your hatred down the road. My admiration for Derek Carr has never been higher than it is right now. Between Agreed. the Pro Bowl, between just, I mean, he goes to Instagram and says, well, sorry, boys, this is the end. Mm-hmm. Well, they haven't traded you yet. Oh, <laughs> it's cute that you think that's their choice. Because I have a no trade clause. I can say no to anything. And now he's going to force him to release it. Mm-hmm. He said last night, I'm not moving that trigger date uh, on the on the guarantee, which means you're going to force the Raiders to cut you. And I'll be honest with you, every team in the league I've talked to knows it's coming. Mm-hmm. They will have to cut him. And then you'll get him at a value because of the offset language with what he does with the Raiders, and he can go to – I mean, I've heard a lot of teams. Tennessee made more sense with Todd Downing. I was – that. I said that would be a perfect landing spot for – Car. The only I thing thought, that was, I, thought, I thought Todd Downing got fired. He did. Oh. It's, it made sense with oh, Todd Downing. Oh, okay. And I feel like if I'm Derek Carr and I have all the options, everything's on the table. I don't want to go to the AFC if I don't have to. I mean, the Jets are not going to be players because until they know the Aaron Rodgers thing's off the table, they're out. And then you see how bad he's been in cold weather. That would scare me too. What about New Orleans? New Orleans is one that apparently he's really sour on, but it could end up being his best offer. That was the one apparently that made the offer to the Raiders, and Carr, behind closed doors, said, 
Didn't now, and that could be because he wants to force them to release him so mm-hmm. he can negotiate this his own way with no draft capital. I have not gotten a good feeling on that. But New Orleans was the first one that offered. It was going to say significant capital. It's not significant. So, I mean, Carr, to me, is the first domino to fall. And it's going to happen in the next 11 days. I mean, that triggers on the 15th. So he's going to be gone by a week from Tuesday. Yeah, got to. $40 million. You're not guaranteed. This is one of those times that when you – if you ever wonder why do we not see no trade clauses in the NFL, this is why. why. Mm -hmm. Because right now Derek Carr has every card. Cool. Guarantee my salary. I'll sit on the sidelines and not play for $40 million because I will never pick your helmet up again, mm-hmm. ever. And there's nothing you can do about it because that escalator is not tied to me playing. It doesn't matter if I if I go whack surfboards in Honolulu. You're going to pay me every cent of it. Yeah, all it is is an injury guarantee. And as long as his name is on the roster after the 15th of February, $40 million guaranteed is coming his way from the Las Vegas Raiders. So I, I can't blame him one little bit. I honestly can't. I, I can't either. I think it's a great leverage play. Uh, there's one more uh, topic that we discussed yesterday, and I just want to get Chief Zach's uh, opinions on it. So yesterday during the daily draft, we drafted our best five quarterbacks of all time. The way the draft works is just like a fantasy draft. He takes one, I take two, he takes two. We go snake like that. So after the break, I want to ask, I will give you our two lists. You tell us who won, and then give us yours. You're in the sportsocracy right. here on ESPN Asheville. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. The Ingalls 2023 Southern Conference Downtown Dribble and Kids Fest, presented by Champion Credit Union, will be held Saturday, March 4th, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at the Roger McGuire Green at Peck Square Park. The Downtown Dribble will feature interactive games, inflatables, pet bands, cheerleaders, and parade. Each participant will receive a basketball downtown dribble t-shirt and a ticket to the noon session quarterfinal basketball games check-in will begin at 9 30 a.m at roger mcguire green to register visit downtowndribble.eventbrite.com if cleanliness is next to godliness look around the car right now is that very godly look life comes at you fast but so does wnc auto detailing they have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor you don't believe me check them out on instagram all that filth and years of stains disappear wnc auto detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction and they do wax and ceramic coatings call wnc auto detailing at 455-3700 premium care with a southern hospitality touch You are in the Sportsocracy 
And it's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. Just a few moments left here in the hour. And with our special guest in studio with us, Asheville Police Chief David Zach. And um, all right, so yesterday in the Daily Draft, we drafted greatest quarterbacks of all time because everybody was doing it. So we felt like we had to pile on to pick the best quarterbacks of all time. So, Jeremy. Uh, Tang wound up with Tom Brady. He had the first pick because uh, I couldn't physically make myself do it. I was so happy that he was gone <laughs> that I couldn't, I couldn't make my, my mouth make the words. Uh, Joe Montana. Dan Marino, Drew Brees, and Roger Staubach. That was Tanks? That was Tanks. All right. I wound up with I'm Peyton. not overly impressed, but okay. I wound up with Peyton, John Elway, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Johnny Unitas. I thought I would be the only one to say Unitas. So I wasn't, I'm not going to lie to you, I wasn't going to. Because originally when I said this, I thought, oh, we're not taking any of the we didn't see them guys. And then he took Roger Staubach, and I went, yep, you did that wrong. And I was a huge Staubach fan back in the day. I mean, I was, I'm older than you guys. Right. But, <laughs> but definitely Mahomes, Elway, and Manning would have been in my top five of all time. And like I say, Unitas, I mean, obviously different eras, but when you actually look at it, you know, I mean, he, he he was the man in his day. Yeah, so definitely, he played from like 1957 to 72, something like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And and he had you know one one year where he brought me so much happiness by not even playing. <laughs> Earl Morrill. Mm-hmm. Yep. I Elway has always been what I considered to be. You know, I mean, like could play in any era because the mobility and the arm strength and. Just I always thought Elway was a classy dude. I said verbatim the same thing. Mm-hmm. Of John Elway's to me has always been the one that catches. I, I don't know if it's shade. I, I don't know what it is, but we never talk about the fact that he didn't have receivers, but we do it with Marino. And I don't disagree with it on either one, but why does one get it and the other doesn't? The two best receivers that Elway ever had were Rod Smith and Ed McCaffrey. Right. And if you want to get into the tight ends, I get it. And about 42 different running backs until he got Terrell Davis. Correct. Yeah, they, they recycled running backs about every 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I always thought I always thought Elway in his prime. And I, well, you know what? I think the Elway takes the rap, too, because when he did finally win the Super Bowl, it really wasn't – he was at the end of his career, kind of almost like Peyton, you know. And um, But I always thought Elway was, even more so than Montana, I always thought Elway was the man. See, I was shocked. I was baffled when he took Elway before Montana. See, I don't to put me, the, to me, this is going to be a bit of a cyclical argument because I think win-loss record is a quarterback stat. But championships is a team stat. If you had dropped John Elway into the San Francisco 49ers, I'm not sure he wouldn't have won 10 of them. With, and- with Jerry Rice and Dwight Clark, and uh, it's just a different team that's not even debatable. And then Steve Young comes out, and I'll be honest with you, I could have had him on this list. That's always dinged Montana to me. The next great Denver quarterback was Peyton Manning. There's a reason for that. Because it took a really special guy to make that work. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, like I say, I, Elway, Elway, Manning, and Mahomes would have all been in my 
in my list. And it, it, it's hard to keep Montana out. Right. But it's interesting. Yeah, Brady, I, I mean, how do you not, you know? You have to. He, yeah, I mean, I mean you have to. You, you have to. So I think that's – those would be my top five, mm-hmm. probably, all of those. But, I mean, obviously I wouldn't be able to draft all five. So And Josh so, Allen. Well. Honorable mention. Obviously. That would have been the second thing. Six. When you, he's, <laughs> he's number six. He's number six. Do we miss anybody? Is there anybody you would have had uh, across the bow there that we didn't say? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had Breeze in there. That's the one that I, I... I would definitely not have had Breeze. I guess I'd have to think about that maybe a little bit more. I, I had Breeze on the list, and the more I looked at it, the more I'm thinking about it. He's six inches shorter than me. And he did all of this with Sean Payton. He, he was in San Diego. It didn't really work out. Then Philip Rivers shows up, and it, he does the exact same thing. So I, I had Rodgers, Mahomes, and Breeze... Going, how am I going to get all three? And then I realized I don't care about Breeze. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I get him or not. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. I don't even think I'd have had Breeze in my top ten. To be honest with you, I think. Wow, not even top ten. I, I don't even think I would have had him in the top ten. I would have had uh, maybe some more the Staubachs and, and and gone back maybe to a different different era. Fran, a little bit. You didn't like Fran Tarkin? I, 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 that's just one of the names that always <laughs> ends up on the list. It's like, I never got to see Fran Tarkin play. I did. Play, and I it's did. Like, he was, I mean, he was, he I mean was back in the day, in the 70s, he was throwing for 4,000 yards. Yeah, he was amazing. And like, the, nobody was doing that at, the, his, at that time. And his ability to, to, I mean, he was the ultimate, you know, scrambler. Right. I mean, no one no one was more impressive than Tarkenton, and he was the only one doing it back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he, he was an interesting, interesting player. Tank smarted off to me when I said Namath's name. Just, you know what? Name's on the door. So I'm going to get back in there again. <laughs> He's the only one that was able to lift, lift the curse of the New York Jets. Namath awesome. don't have, doesn't have the numbers, though, right? No. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the numbers. No, of no, he, he was just, he was, he was Joe Cole. He was, he. And, and it didn't last that I mean, long if it, if because we it only doing... happened for a few years after the merger before the knee started acting up. Right. If it had been like all time most colorful quarterbacks in NFL history, then Joe could be in the list. Uh, like, well, here's the thing. And Stabler. And Sta- Kenny Stabler, yeah. Kenny, Kenny Stabler. So I'm looking through the list here and um, dated Marilyn Monroe. I'm only seeing that under Joe Namath. So I, you know what? I think I'm going to say that that probably plays into the. He just he just moved into my top five. Bingo! That's, <laughs> did my dude. Always has been. It's the only happiness that I've I ever had Ann, as a Jets it, fan, and I was 18 years from being born. Maybe even Ann Margaret too, right? Oh, there's no telling. The, the man. He, wore, they did the movie. They didn't do the oh, movie yeah, together. Yeah, they, they did. did. The, they did. He's, actually, he's absolutely right. He is absolutely right. Joe Namath was in a movie. I did, I, yeah. I missed this. CC Ryder or whatever. The he was like he was like a motorcycle. Yeah, you oh. got to look it up. It's, it's oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I'm definitely going uh, to look. Now. That's the thing that always irks me when Namath comes up in this because you don't understand. There was a time where it was DiMaggio and Namath. They were both in New York and they were movie stars. I mean, they were yeah. rock stars because they were the faces of New York and everybody always understood. Well, he doesn't have the numbers. Well, neither does Johnny Unitas. I mean, you want to go down that path, then, uh, all right, it's all guys from the last 15 years. Let's chuck Phillip Rivers in there, too, because he threw for a billion yards. You know what? Nobody mentioned Favre. We talked about him, but we neither one of us would do it. Yeah. <laughs> we did it for two rounds, and nobody would ever say his name. 
Yep. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Asheville Police Chief David Zach, always a pleasure to have you in the studio, sir. Good to see you guys again. Yes, and uh, well, hopefully we'll be able to touch base next week for the Super Bowl. I would hope. He was hoping. But you never, this is, you, you, you never, never know. You never know. These are crazy times. <laughs> they are indeed. We will be back right after the Sports Center update. Talk about Derek Carr and, well, the Las, the Las Vegas Raiders. They have fawed, and now they shall foe. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. You are in the sportsocracy. And this is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. And of course, we are heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're seen live in the Ingalls studio every afternoon on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link in the middle of the page. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. You can also get alerts every time the channel goes live. So this weekend, or coming up tomorrow we got the Senior Bowl going on. 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And Jeremy Green and armchair commentary David Smith are going to be breaking down all that uh, wonderful bean footage. So I, uh, I, I did a 45-minute preview of the Senior Bowl today. Uh, it was at noon. You can go back to the YouTube channel and watch that if you weren't around. I was by myself, and I challenged myself. All I did was put up the rosters. How much can you do off the top of your head? And I went for 45 minutes without... I don't know that I took a breath. That's pretty good. I literally talked myself out of a voice. So if you're wanting a reason to watch the Senior Bowl, I will give you one. It won't be for quarterback. I can promise you that much. So tomorrow at 2 o'clock? Correct. It will be the start of the stream for uh, Floster Thomas, Jeremy Green, and uh, David Smith of Armchair Commentary. Talking the Senior Bowl, they did it. They did it last year. It was phenomenal. I watched along, and you know, it, I, it's one of those things that I never really cared about the Senior Bowl until I met Jeremy and uh, their breakdowns of the, the 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 prospects and the scouting of them last year was really helpful to me in the run up to the draft season. So I highly recommend it as not only someone whose name's on the door, but also a fan of the product. Well, and I, I just got done with the Shrine Bowl tape. So we'll have that to sprinkle into. So this this will be a nice kickoff to the official start of Driftness. And which leads w- to a Monday. Yes. We'll see. What letter does Monday start with? M. What other word starts with M? I mean, there are lots of them. There's one of them that I'm real fond of. Something I do like, oh, 13 times a year. It's mock draft, draft Monday. Mock draft Monday. I was yeah, like, we'll have where a is senior he bowl. going with this? We'll like, have a post-senior bowl mock draft Monday, uh, and then team-by-team team, three-round mock drafts will be coming out. And this it should be players that your team fixated on. I mean, okay, just save your 2K words for me, all right? Blame your team, all right, because this is who you talk to. So this is what the Intel Automobile was. You get mad at them, not me. Just a, I'm but just a messenger. Right, right. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure we're not going to spend much time on Monday uh, recapping the Pro Bowl games. Uh, no, based off what I saw last night, what was the highlight for you? For me, it's not even close. There were two. The highlight of last night? Okay, well, there were 
three, but I, I really meant in the games themselves. Okay, um, not watching them. The long drive was the, the long drive. I was fond of. Okay, I liked that. Saquon Barkley getting hit in the face with a dodgeball. That was pretty funny. That was funny. And then Derek Carr just basically mic dropping the Las Vegas Raiders. So Derek Carr wins the skills competition or wins the quarterback accuracy challenge or whatever the hell it was and in vegas by the way well i mean look i mean it's it's his place he felt very comfortable in the training facility that he worked in every day throwing the football so i mean okay but it was it was good for him to be able to step out there in front of las vegas fans one last time and be able to win something look what i'm what i'm getting ready to say is is not this is not a shot at Raiders fans. This is just what I heard, and I've heard it so many times. The NFL's looking around at Dave Ziegler and, and Josh McDaniels, and they are laughing at the Raiders mm-hmm. and how badly you have handled this. Because what the, the error in judgment here, I have yet to find anybody that looks at me and says, the best solution for the Raiders going into 2023 is anybody other than Derek Carr. No, but I haven't met one yet. No. The Aaron Rodgers thing, that is adorable. It is cute that you think that. There is no shot that that is where – that Aaron Rodgers is entirely too egotistical for that. And Devontae Adams can say, oh, we're going to team up all, uh, all you want to. The word out of that camp is, you left here of your own volition. That's on you. So you, you want to hang out in, in Las Vegas with Anthony Richardson? Have at it. I ain't coming to bail you out. So then you go down the rabbit hole of, okay, so you're going to lose Derek Carr for nothing. Because that's where this is headed. Mm-hmm. The league has universally said, we're not giving you anything for Derek Carr because we know you will cut him. That $40 million gets kicked in. There are people, there are people out there that don't think Al, or that uh, Mark Davis can pay it. I am not one of those. That is stupid. That is dumb, dumb talk. But you, you've clearly moved on. I mean, you've moved on to the point that he's taking shots at you at the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. You have no leverage here. No. When you when you decided to just shoo him away before the season was even over and he left the team and went, you know, things are going to change basically. And, you know, he has I – th- I think he's played this beautifully because he's played it with so much class that i'm not gonna talk smack about anybody in this organization i'm not gonna say bad things about anybody and we're just gonna move on a smart franchise is going to wind up with Derek carr on one of the great steals you will ever see because they're going to give up zero draft capital mm-hmm. he's going to get a, a a rather nice sum from the raiders and Derek Carr is going to do that thing that Tom Brady always did. Mm-hmm. I got my money. I don't need to squeeze every dollar out of you. I can go to the Jets. I can go to the Dolphins. I can go to the Atlanta Falcons. I can go to the Tennessee Titans. New Orleans Saints. There and I'm is, in a good spot. There is a team that I've been thinking about the last couple of days that might be surprised. And I don't know. This may be completely out. I haven't checked their balance and all that to see what kind of money they have. But the Detroit Lions. They're okay with Jared Goff. They're okay. I mean, they have a pick where a quarterback could fall in their lap, and everything I've been told, they ain't taking one. Mm-hmm. 
Doesn't matter who falls. Doesn't matter which one of these guys lands in their lap. They're not taking. But are they good. starting to see Jared Garf as more of a long term solution than we ever thought? I I can't tell you that because that's what I'm thinking. Is Derek could be that? Well, Jared Goff's younger than Derek Carr. I know he's more expensive, mm-hmm. but there's a loyalty in Detroit that I I just don't think you would do that. Okay, there, there's too many. There's too many avenues that that could go badly. All right, let's say Derek Carr comes in next year and, and the Lions are, for whatever reason, the offense takes a step back. He doesn't fit in the system. They go 6-11. and 11. Who in the world do you think that fan base is going to blame? It doesn't matter if Derek Carr is as good as he was with the Raiders. That's who's going to catch the blame because that's the one piece that's different. Mm-hmm. So you're just you're walking yourself into a – you're walking yourself into a situation. To me, the market for Derek Carr is not going to be that deep, but it's going to be really smart teams that are in on it. Tampa Bay makes sense. Uh, Atlanta with Arthur Smith, it wouldn't shock me in the least if they looked at it and went, and we like Ritter, but we don't have a huge financial investment in Ritter, and we can just move on and and have him develop him. Nobody – all right, and, and I'm going to tell you, this is another thing that I learned very aggressively over the the week of information that came out of Mobile. There's only one team in the NFL that is dead committed to the, the quarterback that they drafted last year, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everybody else, if you think Kenny Pickett – or not Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, Matt Corral are going to change anybody's thoughts on a quarterback, you're wrong. You're wrong. They will move off all of them. I could see a path that none of the four of them made the roster next year mm-hmm. outside of Sam Howell. I can't see that with Howell. They do have some hope with him. Tennessee knows exactly where they are. It, they will be in on every veteran, whether it's Rodgers, Carr. doesn't matter because they looked at Malik Willis and went, you are – he's two years behind what we thought he was. Desmond Ritter, they, they, there were things to like but not anything that's going to alter the franchise. And Matt Corral just didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. You know, the previous regime was all in on Matt Corral. That's why they went to get him, because he was a Matt Rule guy. No, Matt Rule ain't here anymore. So I hate to break it to you. There, there's a possibility that you set that draft pick on fire. And don't that's, don't count out the Carolina Panthers. It's another team that I keep hearing attached to Derek Carr, and the more I hear it, the more it makes sense. Because it's exactly what Frank Reich has never had. He's always had the broken toy. Derek Carr's not a broken toy. He's in a broken organization Mm -hmm. that doesn't understand what they have. But don't be shocked if Frank Reich looked at Scott Fitter and said, look, this kid's going to be cut for zero U.S. dollars. We have the ninth pick. There is no quarterback that's there that's worth taking. There's just not going to be. Will Levis is not falling in your lap. Please stop doing that. Trading up, no team's doing it. I'm going to keep saying that forcefully until I stop seeing stupid mock drafts. Well, Indianapolis could give up three ones to get up to one. They won't do it. Mark my words. You mark my words. Chicago, if you want to take anything but a quarterback, you're stuck. You will take them at one, period, end of discussion, repeat the line. And the Derek Carr thing to Carolina makes more and more sense by the day because that's the one team that I think he could immediately go to. Mm Mm-hmm. And now they're the favorite in that division, and I'm not sure it's all that close. Hell, I think they're the favorite in that division with Sam Darnold. I would agree, but Derek Carr's definitely a step up, especially oh, yeah. in this I mean, and this makes it no question. 
they would be a slim favorite with Sam Darnold. They would be a drastic favorite with, with Derek Carr. Absolutely. And people say, but, but what about Tampa Bay? A, I don't know if you're going to pay him in like lottery tickets because that's about the only way you're going to make that work. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, you're going to tear that roster down to the studs. And he's already been in a situation where the roster depth lacked. He went through injuries. And next thing you know, this is not the team I committed to. Yeah. He the, just watched that happen. The, the the question with Tampa Bay always keeps coming back to me. We think they should tear it down. The 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 budget, the the, the salary cap says you should tear it down. But will they find a way? Uh, who are you talking about here? Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay. There's one huge problem with Tampa Bay. Any quarterback with any option, I don't care if you're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, which, by the way, he's more likely to go to Vegas than any veteran you've heard so far. Mm-hmm. That's the one that apparently make, apparently there was a a power struggle behind the scenes because Mark Davis wanted Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels was 100% Team Garoppolo. Yep. So that's another layer of dysfunction and just something I wanted to chuck in there. If you're Jimmy Garoppolo, you're going to look at Tampa Bay and go, really? I'm going to leave Kyle Shanahan where I was a middling to good quarterback, and I'm going to tie myself to Todd Bowles. Mm, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think I'm going to do that. Tampa's in one of those shapes of, I don't really care what you want. You're going to get what you get because you tied yourself to Todd Bowles. I've already watched it. I watched the Jets roster atrophy because nobody believed in him. Mm-hmm. And it was an exodus unlike you have ever seen before. The same thing's going to happen in Tampa Bay. I would agree. All of those free agents, you better tag them. Because if you don't tag them, they're walking out the door. Yep. I would agree with that. Jason Light, though, uh, you know, the last few years, yes, Tom is a, is a very special case. And it's hard, to, it's, it's hard to take anything that has happened over the last three years and duplicate it without Tom being there. But, it's impossible. Yeah. But... They've gotten very good at at salary cap shifting and all of that, and and do they feel like they have one more shot in them? Do they feel like if they get Derek Carr, that there's one more shot at a uh, at a playoff run? No, I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer that question. I don't feel there is. I know you don't feel there is. No, but it's what Jason Light feels. No, it's- if you this is one of those times if you try to put duct tape on this. Uh, the the product that's going to come out on the other side is not even going to look like what it started as. I mean, this will be a disaster if you don't just take your medicine. Yep. And that's what we said the whole time. You keep kicking this can down the road with Brady, you don't get to do that again. You don't get to go to Derek Carr because the roster is going to get worse every single year. So one of the hardest things for me for me to make people understand, it's not so much who is more it's not so much who is better it's who's more valuable the cap number comes in the team you can put around them comes in it's constructing a roster and i'm i mean i'm not sitting here patting myself on the back but i'm pretty good at this i can't find a way that tampa bay has even a competitive roster i don't care who walks through the door i don't care if aaron Rodgers says i'm going to tampa bay (laughs) okay Uh, i'm not real sure how they're gonna fit that money in but more power to you Got the rest of the roster. Mm-hmm. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need simple checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. It's ESPN Asheville, and this is the Sportsocracy. And so I don't think he ever answered the question that was asked. Where do you think Derek Carr goes? In order, the place that, look, the New York thing doesn't make sense. Everybody tries to tie him to the Jets. It doesn't make any sense. Because you're going to have to make a decision on him probably in the next handful of days. Mm -hmm. They will not tap out on Aaron Rodgers until it doesn't make sense anymore. I don't feel like Derek putting Derek Carr in that situation is not a it's not a recipe for success to me. So if I had to guess, I would say the most likely spot is probably New Orleans. In okay. spite of the fact there are rumors that he's not sold on the situation, whatever the case may be, you, you look at everything else. That's the best place he could have weapons. Because mm-hmm. you got Lave, you got Michael Thomas, you got Alvin Kamara. That's a place where you walk in, and, and it's an easier division to win. I mean, Tennessee is one I've heard a lot. Okay, so what exactly are you going to do to be better than Jacksonville? Because they're already better than you, quarterback. Yeah, you they're have drastically to. younger than you. You'd you'd have to go out and get him a weapon, and and that's where it gets tough. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be in this uh, fictitious this this fictitious uh, T Higgins trade talk. Have oh, you seen this yes, today? I have. It's <laughs> stupid. It, don't even acknowledge it. It's stupid people saying stupid things. Okay. And, and you know, I look at Tennessee and go, man, if only you had had a weapon that you could have had to entice Derek Carr. Oh yeah. You had a guy that's playing in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But you didn't want to pay him. Oh, good for you. I'm glad you're paying Bud Dupree $22.5 million. All right, so Tennessee, you've got Tennessee, New Orleans. I would say New Orleans makes the most sense. Carolina would be a reasonably close to, mm-hmm. just solely because how easy how easy that division is. And then I would lump Atlanta and Tampa Bay probably together. I struggle to believe he's not going to end up in the NFC South. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it is the most quarterback poor 
division in all of football. Maybe ever. And right now, the best quarterback in that division is Sam Darnold. That's fun. How does that make you feel, Panther fans? <laughs> but but if we've already got the best quarterback, why do we need another one? Because uh, you don't have him. He's free agent. You're going to have to give him money. Yeah, but not much of it. More than you think. Really? Uh, at At last call, everybody gets a little desperate. And look, they're... ESPN put out there's 13 teams that have a quarterback opening to some shape, form, or fashion. I, I'll wait. You name me the 13 quarterbacks that are going to fill that. Mm-hmm. There is a much better than zero chance that we have teams next year starting Jared Stidham and Desmond Ritter and Sam Darnold and Kyle Trask or Blaine Gabbert, whichever one you feel more hunky-dunky about. Right. That's a very real possibility. Okay. All right. Derek Carr, he is uh he's not gonna be traded though. No. He's not gonna be traded because he's got a no trade clause and he doesn't want the Las Vegas Raiders to get anything out well, of it. Well, I mean, and if you think there's not something to that with what he said last night, I got a bridge to sell you. I mean, I, I'm not telling you that everybody's watching the Pro Bowl. Name me the second biggest story you've heard out of this game. It's Derek Carr one, two, and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saquon getting popped in the face with a dodgeball is three. He did that on purpose. And Tyler Huntley actually looking like a quarterback. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear how many Pro Bowls a quarterback made. Ever. No. Don't come at me with that. No. Tyler Huntley made a Pro Bowl. I don't care. But there's, there is certainly something to that. I, I feel like it, you said this earlier that Derek Carr has handled this with a lot of class. Yeah. He's handled it with a lot of smarts, too. Because he's tainting the well every time he's. Every time he speaks words, there's no going back. That's the one thing that I haven't heard anybody say all day. He's tainting the well of, don't you think there's a, that there's a reconciliation coming? I don't care if you pay it or not. I'll never pay and play another snap for you. I'm bitter, I'm angry, and you did it. As he should be. And now I'm souring the well of nobody's going to want to trade for me. I mean, the last I heard, the compensation was a three or a four, and the Raiders would do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. The problem is that Derek Carr keeps telling them no. Not going to New Orleans, not doing this, not doing that, because I know you're going to cut me in a little over a week. Yep. February the 15th is when the deadline has to come, or the decision has to be made, because the deadline comes that he is due $40 million in injury guarantees on that contract. Oh, by the way, that's also guaranteed if he gets hurt at the Pro Bowl. That would be the ultimate in how stupid is this franchise. Right. If he so much as tweaks his big toe, that becomes guaranteed. You can't cut him if he's hurt. That is true. That is true. But... More than likely scenario is he will be cut. They will be able to save the guaranteed money, not have to pay him that, and then it's fair game. Anybody can sign him at that point. And that will become a bit of a feeding frenzy. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. 
All right, we didn't hit this in the first hour because of our special guest, Asheville Police Chief David Zach, joining us in studio, which we always love our time that we get to spend with the chief here. Doesn't in the feel like a Friday office. when Chief's not here. Yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, we get used get used to having him around, and 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 and, and I would love for that to continue through the offseason. Oh, that's the, that's the goal. May not be an every week thing, but that's the goal. We're going to do that as many times as we can. Yep. Um, all right. I'm going to do a follow up uh, today, and today's just a bit outside story to a story that uh, Jeremy had some very pointed words about on Monday. The Empire State Building has now weighed in. Dead to me. And they will be lighting the top of the Empire State Building, green and white. Once again, if the Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl on February the 12th. Dead to me. The Empire State Building says that, look, it, it, they get they get all the complaints that people have had about this is, you know, Giants country and all of this, but, but the Philadelphia Eagles, quote, are a global brand that cannot be contained to just one city or one fan base. So the Empire State Building believes that they are making a statement for the world. And I believe the Empire State Building is dumb, 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 dumb. (laughs) For 30 minutes, for 30 minutes, they have been uh, lighting up the top of the Empire State Building to celebrate every Super Bowl champion uh, or every major sports champion since 2018. And they say just because they are in New York City and Giants fans will have to gaze up at those colors, it does not matter. They will be lighting it up once again uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles should they win the Super Bowl next week they've uh they they did it for the kansas city chiefs after they won the afc championship game they did it for the georgia bulldogs after they won the ncaa uh the college football playoff mm-hmm. not too recently or yeah uh not too long ago is and, what I and, to say. and that's all well and good there's no anger in new york city for georgia there's a lot for philly oh absolutely uh may hey, i should tell you everything you need to know that travis kelsey told chiefs fans Stay away from the Rocky statue. New York Mayor Eric Adams is uh, one of those that is very perturbed by the Empire State Building's decision. Uh, He says that, uh, you know, we hate the Philadelphia Eagles, and apparently the Empire State Building did not get that memo. Now, another another New York official has a very, um, I guess, sensible thing for new yorkers to think about it's new york city sanitation commissioner jessica tish she said look when you get up there and, and, and when you see it lit up green and green and white shoot the lights out just <laughs> she says no all you have to do is just pretend that it's the green and white for hashtag new york strongest which is the sanitation department yeah nobody cares about your trash man like, yeah, yeah stop that <laughs> nobody cares about your trash smart going smart dumb going dumb and that's dumb to dumb 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 my story is a two-parter and the first part is not dumb at all the alabama crimson tide have a new offensive coordinator care to take a stab at who it is 
No. It is Tommy Reese, the 30-year-old Notre Dame offensive coordinator who is a hot shot around the, the industry because of what he did with absolutely no quarterback last year at Notre Dame. Okay. This is a big get for, for um, Nick Saban because he'd gone after Grubbs. The, the, I can't remember his first name. He's the offensive coordinator at Washington. And he said, Mm-mm. I got Michael Penix here. This offense is going to be really good, and the Pac-12 is awful, and this is my path to getting a job. Alabama, it tends to take a little bit of time. Now, Tommy Reese, on the other hand, I won't be shocked if he's a head coach three years from now. You're playing the Nick Saban game, mm-hmm. and I, I see what you're doing here. That's a big loss for Notre Dame. It's a big get for Alabama. Which leads me into my second story, which is dumb, da dumb, dumb, da dumb, dumb. Lane Kiffin has a son. His name is Knox. Okay. He is in the class of 2028. He's an elite prospect. In he's, the eighth grade. He's in the eighth grade. Yeah. He's five foot seven. And he just put out his never way too early top five on Thursday night. Oh my gosh. The schools that are in it are Texas. Oregon, and then three SEC schools, Florida, Georgia, and Ole Miss. Do you see a weird uh, hole in that? There's one team that I didn't say. Alabama? It's Alabama. Everybody talks about how close Lane Kiffin is with, with Nick Saban. If you're telling me he didn't do this on purpose, I have a bridge to sell you. Because Lane actually thinks at Ole Miss we're this close. We're this close to Alabama. Mm-hmm. He's wrong, but he believes that. Mm-hmm. Can we stop asking eighth graders who their five <laughs> dream schools are? I don't know that anybody asked. I don't know that anybody cared to know, but. There is a website that covers it. What, eighth graders? Mm-hmm. Oh, there is a, and I don't, I've moved away from it now. There is a. Basically, Rivals.com there's a pre- for eighth graders. There's a pre-frosh football? Yeah. Oh, my god. Yep. Which means somebody somewhere is reading it. It wouldn't exist if somebody didn't read it. I guarantee you that website gets tens and tens of views. <laughs> I don't know. That is crazy to me. Basketball, I get. I mean, I know they... basketball, you can identify a kid in the eighth grade and go, he's going to yeah. be really, really good. Well, and they've been doing this in football for a long time. I mean, how many, how many Nick Saban stories have you heard? Alabama just offered an eighth grader. Now, usually they're six foot four and just physical freaks in the eighth grade. And they're like, yeah, okay, we, we need to, it's not, not really usual that you see a, you know, five foot seven kid get, uh get any types of offers in the eighth grade but you never know you never know the sec is fun much like the story we have to talk about next i don't want to we do have to you know for a great long time Kyrie irving wants out of brooklyn you're in the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. 
If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years but the same thing applies to cars whether you're looking to buy a car trade in or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust fred anderson nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car they have two on-site managers that work with kelly blue book to give you top dollar for your vehicle you can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. stop in and visit them today at 629 brevard road nashville or call them at 828-365-1663 You are in the Sportsocracy, and it's ESPN Asheville. We're coming to you live from the Ingalls studio and breaking news in the oh, yeah. NBA. We, we got to shut everything down. Nobody cares about anything else except Kyrie Irving wants a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. The trade deadline in the NBA is coming up on Thursday, and so... Now this is just, you know, Kyrie Irving's time to go, hey, guys, remember me. So breaking into already scheduled programming with breaking news that Kyrie Irving wants to be traded by the Nets is the, that is the equivalent of your wife texting you and saying, I have got a surprise for you when you get home with the little devil emoji. And then you get home and... And the toilet is clogged. <laughs> Hot. That is not what I is not where I thought we were headed here. No, no. I thought not. this was going to be a much happier time. This is what the fourth time that Kyrie Irving has uh, requested a trade. Uh, I mean, and who cares? Uh, first of all, all right. For those of you that really like the NBA, let me give you the thirty seconds on. There's not a team in the NBA that cares about Kyrie Irving. He is the most disliked person in the NBA, and it's not close. And that's a league that has LeBron James in it. I should tell you about everything you need to know. And before you go, well, the Lakers will do it with Russell Westbrook. Shut up. <laughs> like, tell me you don't understand this game without telling me you don't understand. That is the definition of Rochambeau. All right, I'm going to kick you in the in the, in the the bad place. And then you kick me in that place, and whichever one of us pukes first, we lose. That's trading Russell Westbrook for Kyrie Irving. Uh-huh. He may be the most unlikable uh, person in the NBA. He may be. Oh, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> I'm curious, and that will be our daily draft today. Is he the most unlikable athlete, period? Ooh. That's, See, it's a spicy, a spicy. I said in the comments, everybody said, oh, I can't believe we're talking about stupid basketball. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. What I said is we have to talk about the story of the day, but we're going to do it the way that's fun for us. There we go. All right, so daily draft today, top of the third hour of the program, right after the Sports Center update at the top of the hour, we will be drafting the most unlikable. Oh, and I got some 
doozies of all of the sports stars. And I'll go ahead and tell you, Tank told me I couldn't take O.J. Simpson. So he said that was cheating. Yeah, that's that's definitely cheating. Okay. Modern athletes only. I get it. When you hear it's this Friday, I really when it, you hear this about Kyrie Irving wanting to trade from the Brooklyn Nets, the first team you have to go to is the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, or not. Or not, because it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Why not? Why in the world would I want another player that couldn't defend a desk lamp? Because I need to score. Cool. Uh, LMNO fired. I I mean, I hate to break this to NBA fans, and it's cute that LeBron's got his, well, he's on the countdown to Kareem. A, nobody cares. I see the metrics. It's not that hard to figure Mm -hmm. out. B, there's nothing you can do. That makes you better than a handful of teams in this conference, including, but not limited to, my 2023 NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's time. Oh, it's time. It's time to turn up the heat on the championship run. Oh, no Nicole doubt. They're the, best, they're the best team in the NBA, and it's not really all that close. Really? No. They're almost unbeatable at home. Okay. They are not in the bangers that will be in the next segment, but you know, I considered it. Like if LeBron, if the if the Lakers want to have one more shot at making some noise in the playoffs, they Kyrie need to Irving does nothing for you. Of course he does. He brings you a shooter that you don't have. And. And, and what you does can't that win do? games without scoring points. You can't win games with him. You physically cannot win games with this hemorrhoid on your team. If you don't believe me, just understand he's got the best player in the league on his team, and they're still awful. They go to the playoffs and get smoked. I've been telling you this for three years because he is a locker room cancer. You think LeBron's unlikable? Kyrie Irving makes him look like Mother Teresa. (laughs) I'm out. And frankly, I think every team in the league will be too. Mm -hmm. This strikes me as the fifth time that we see Kyrie Irving away from this team. Because they're not going to be able to trade him. Nobody's going to give you anything of any substance. Mm Mm-hmm. You can conjure these Russell Westbrook for we could add uh, Marquise Morris. Stop. We already did this once. You had a chance to do it. And Rob Polinka, who at the time it would have at least made sense, went, nah, I'm good. And he'll do it again. L.A. is expected to be among the teams that will explore the possible trade with the Nets. The Dallas Mavericks are also a team that have been mentioned that have shown interest in Kyrie Irving prior to this. Good luck with that. So you so you have another player that requires the ball in their hand when you have one of the best players in the NBA. So you're going to take it out of Luka's hand to give it to Kyrie Irving. Tell me you don't understand how this game works without telling me you don't understand how this game works. <laughs> We don't know. Uh, we don't know what the trade market will look like, um, but there will be teams. There will be teams that are interested. Kyrie Kyrie Irving is too talented of a player not to be interested in. Yeah, I disagree with you. See, the only highlight of bringing a guy like this in, and this is what dumpy little sports like the NBA have to worry about, is selling tickets. Charlotte Hornets are awful. Mm-hmm. All right, they're the closest team to us. Mm-hmm. Do you want to win games? No, God, no. 
No. No, God, no. You want to be awful because there's two generational talents in this draft. Victor Wimbanyama and uh, Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. Seacrest out. And guess what? He doesn't sell seats anyway because nobody cares. We, we've seen this act. And, and Kyrie Irving might be the only person in America. It doesn't matter what side of the political envelope you fall on. You still hate him. That's hard to do. And yet he finds a way to do it. Mm-hmm. This will come and go. We will get to Thursday. We'll have a ton of talk about, oh, let's, let me see if I can call out the teams. The Lakers, the Mavericks, the two that you said, mm-hmm. the Chicago Bulls because they have the, the ammo to go get him. Um, I'm literally doing New York Knicks, which would be just legendarily stupid. <laughs> and probably those four. And we'll see. You will see every trade package known to man. And you know what the GMs of those teams are going to do? We'll Sit say. back and laugh at how painfully stupid whoever wrote that is. I'm good. Because you never know. All right, let's say he's great. A, he's not. He's a great scorer. He is fractionally better than John Wall. I mean fractionally better than John Wall, who every team in the league had a shot at, and the only team that wanted him was the Clippers, who were killed against the cap and got him for peanuts. If Kyrie Irving was available for $8 right now, how many teams in the league would immediately go, I'm good? 25? Yeah, quite a few. There you go. That tells you you're not as good as you think you are. Straight up. I've heard this argument forever. He never wins. Ever. Every team he is on gets blown into 55,000 pieces, and yet you keep telling me how good he is. Except there, there was that one time. With LeBron, mm-hmm. when he was young and not this loud. The louder he gets, the bigger the explosion gets. And trust me, I'm not the only one that's figured that out. I, I mean, I see ESPN breaking into every program. Kyrie wants a trade. Cool, so did Kevin Durant. And he's actually talented, and you still couldn't make it work. Right. And it wasn't because you didn't try. Because he's pretty unlikable, too. But at least he can play. At least he wins sometimes. Kyrie Irving is the bad news bears of the NBA. All right, I'm done talking about basketball. I can't, do it anymore. I can't, I can't do it anymore. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, did see this news uh, earlier this morning, though, and I feel like this is this is something that we can kind of lament and be sad about. Um, Oklahoma and Texas. Apparently, they're not going to be able to jump next year. Oh. And that, that kind of stinks why i don't know i just i was looking forward to it happening what so oklahoma could get beat by 78 times next year pretty much pretty much because i think since the announcement came that oklahoma and texas were coming to the sec um oklahoma and texas fans are probably the most insufferable people on the planet texas is at least headed in the right direction i will give you that Oklahoma is circling the drain. But, but we had a great recruit class, so did Texas A&M. Yeah, weird. You can bring in all the players you want to. If you hire the wrong coach, I don't care. It uh, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Apparently, uh, the negotiations to have Oklahoma and Texas leave the Big 12 a year early and join the SEC in 2024, those negotiations, negotiations have broken down. And the deal is not expected to come to fruition, according to sources uh, close to those negotiations. They're still going to come in 2025, 
But we thought hey, you we could two, expedite this a year. You early. have two football seasons left of, of Texas and Oklahoma in the Big 12. It, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, what's the next shoe to drop? Now that you know that. And it's all it all ties into the money because there was no way to replace it for Fox. Because Fox basically looked at this and went, yeah, we're not losing Oklahoma and Texas a second quicker than we have to. Right. And now they're picking up picking up a bunch of schools next year. BYU Ooh, and Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Yeah. and Houston. Yeah. <gasps> Who I, just, I, can football season get here quick enough? I cannot wait to see Dana Holgerson, the mad mullet himself, with a team that he's already said has the worst facilities in the Big 12, come into that conference and just get dusted. I don't think I've seen a projection yet for next year's Big 12 that that has UCF winning a single game. And I think that's hilarious. This is going to show you quite definitively the discrepancy between the high side and the middle tier and the low side. Are there players? Absolutely. We have guys drafted from small schools all the time. You can't field a team that can compete at the highest level. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. When we come back for the break, it'll be time for Jeremy's bangers of the night. And then after the Sports Center update, daily draft time. Did you know that Ingles sells more organics than any other grocery store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. And we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate at home trust bank we take your small business banking personally visit your local home trust branch or anytime at htb.com member fdic i believe real estate isn't about properties it's about people i'm clarissa hyatt zach with exp realty serving all of western north carolina Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Coffee's the closers on Get them the money! Then when you get the money... You get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. If it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any at all. Two and three last night, but we were four points away from being four and one. Vegas has gold fixtures for a reason. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingles Markets. Low prices, love the savings. Usually this would be a football Friday. But the only pigskin we have this weekend is the Pro Bowl. And if I ever give you a Pro Bowl banger, please seek medical attention from me immediately because I have completely lost my mind. We start in college basketball. The best rivalry in sports comes together again tomorrow night at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Carolina's a four and a half point dog at Duke. Okay. I understand Duke's probably hungry for a little revenge after Carolina sent Mike Krzyzewski into retirement with a loss in his last home game and the last home game ever. 
Sorry, I had to. That being said, this Duke team is really inconsistent, really young, and seems to let everyone with a pulse stay close to them. Carolina's not where they want to be, but this is a veteran team, and the moment won't be too big for them. I can't tell you who wins. I would lean Carolina, but I feel very sure it'll be within the four and a half Duke's getting. Give me the Tar Heels plus the four and a half and over the 153. To the NBA, the Sacramento Kings are a three-and-a-half-point favorite at the Indiana Pacers. This isn't a pick for the faint of heart, and you're going to have to live a little dangerously. I also like to live dangerously. We haven't gotten a definitive on Pacers guard Tyrese Halliburton yet, but with this being the second leg of a back-to-back, I'm going to assume he won't play, and we're getting absolute home run value on the Kings minus three and a half. Davion Mitchell's in the starting lineup for injured De'Aaron Fox, so I don't hate it regardless, but with no Halliburton, this should be over by the start of the fourth quarter. You'll have to take the risk because the minute news comes out that Halliburton won't play, the line's going to skyrocket. Kings minus three and a half. Finally, we get a real barn burner tonight between two East Coast Titans. The Detroit Pistons are a one-point favorite tonight at home against the Charlotte Hornets. Over-unders 240. Oh, mother of God. Okay, these are the two worst teams in the East. I didn't tell you to watch it. I'm just saying there's some value to be had. Charlotte lost last night to Chicago in a romp. One would think that would mean lighter minutes for the starters with another game tonight on the road. Not for Steve Clifford. That gives the Pistons the rest advantage, and I think that makes up for a very slight talent advantage. This game's going to be a track meet, but 240's too high. Charlotte has had seven games this year with an over-under above 240, and the under's 5-2. and two. Track meet. Close, but give me the Pistons in a basic pick em and under the 240. For more, including this weekend's live stream of the Senior Bowl on YouTube, follow us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. And as always, Green on Green is brought to you by Ingles Markets. Love the savings with Ingles. Love the winnings with me. Mull it out. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It is the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And of course, you can hear the sportsocracy everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. You can take us with you everywhere you go and see us as well on YouTube. Just go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And maybe don't judge, you know, because Jeremy looks like the week's been a little hard on him. Look a little, 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 little rough around the old edges. And Tank looks a little like Tank looks. Oh, It's for saying nice. See what I put it's, for, it's for saying nice. Oh, <laughs> he asked, he's, he's playing that fun little game where he asked me a question. What is the one thing, the one thing that you can feel that I'm not ever? ever? And I went, nice. And, that, and, he, and he didn't miss a beat, which meant, <laughs> see, this is kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like training a dog. And the dog pedals in the floor, you're going to get popped. It's right on your little nose, just <laughs> that's what i have to do from time to time uh and uh while you're there and you can subscribe to the channel they get you into the chat but also you can become a ha- member of the house of reprehensibles there's no laws in this place anything goes it's thunderdome 
just like David McPhee did. Welcome to the House of Reprehensibles. We have cake. Where's the cake? I mean, I'm not going to tell you. Oh. You told me I wasn't nice. Yeah, that's true. So I'm going to sit over here and eat it by myself. I'm also not supposed Mm. to eat the cake, so it's good. It's It's good that you don't tell me. It's good that you don't tell me. Uh, now you can join the House of Reprehensibles, a uh, meager two ninety nine a month fee, uh, just to show your support for the sportsocracy. Get that little beer mug next to your name in the YouTube chat. Might and be something new coming with that next week. Makes it a little more House of Reprehensibly. Plus, you get access to our uh, our, our House of Reprehensibles Discord channel, where uh, there are all manner of discussions that happen at all manner of hours of the day or night and that's always fun because you might catch me 17 domestic lights deep and then it's unfiltered opinions indeed so uh anyway we appreciate everybody joining us here in the sportsocracy on a friday afternoon this is uh not a football friday it is uh jeremy named it a fafo friday because the las vegas raiders have they fawed yeah and they have now fawed and and in the break, they fowed more. We'll tell you about that a little later in the show. I think Kyrie Irving would fall into that category as well. Uh, he's the big news of the day uh, in the sports world, demanding a trade or requesting, rather, a trade from the Brooklyn Nets before the Thursday NBA trade deadline. And it's the Kyrie Irving story that, well, Jeremy thought, you know what, this is a perfect time for us to talk about the most unlikable persons in sports so today's daily draft as we do at the top of the third hour of the program each and every day that's what we'll be drafting most unlikable persons in sports the question becomes who has the first pick uh i i will take it because my answer is the reason that we uh that we're doing this it's Kyrie irving and i don't know that it's all that close it is it, it is hard. I don't think I've ever met anybody who goes, yeah, Kyrie Irving, he's my favorite player. Oh, no, there's and a lot I of people. I just love him. I, I have long, one. I have long drawn a very simple comparison on Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. He's Allen Iverson. It's exactly who he is. He can't defend a desk chair. And yet he thinks he's like Luka, like right there with Luka Doncic or Giannis Antetokounmpo or whatever the case may be, whoever it is you're after, mm-hmm. he thinks he's right there. He's not. Not even close, to be really honest with you. Right. And then you get into the just, he's a lunatic. I, I mean, I, I think that's the nicest way I could say it. Mm-hmm. You get into the flat earth thing and all the other different fun Kyrie Irving uh, shenanigans. Mm-hmm. He comes with a lot of shenanigans. He does. He does indeed, um, and he has become, I think, the sp- ever since, well, ever since he left Cleveland, even slightly before that, he was he he's been the lightning rod of the NBA. He sets every organization he's in on fire. Yes, every single one of them. It hasn't mattered who it's been with. It's never been – none of it's mattered. How much you win, how good you are, he just sets it on fire mm-hmm. and then moseys on his merry way. I have never understood it. Uh, the, the eight games at Duke started it for me. 
and then it has just compounded over and over and over again. I will ar- I, I will argue, not only is he the most unlikable person in sports, he's the most overrated person in sports, and I'm not sure that's close. Wow. But he scores 27 points a game. Yes, that was Jalen Brunson. Uh, and guess what? Nobody knows what his voice sounds like. Half of you don't know what team he plays for. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. I can find guys to score. And, and does he do it better than most? Yes. And you know what never leads to? Winning. The mantle once held by Russell Westbrook. You've got him above Westbrook now? Most overrated in sports? Oh, yeah. good gracious, yes. Okay. Oh, good gracious, yes. Uh, because now people think Russell – the funny thing with Russell Westbrook is now that's going completely the other side. They think he's like a seventh man off the bench. No, he's, I mean, he's still a good enough player. He just doesn't really contribute to winning. Mm-hmm. I don't even have him on my list. Should tell you how much Russell, how different the uh, view of Russell Westbrook is today than it was a long time ago. Okay. All right. My first pick, uh, most unlikable persons in sports. I am kind of shocked that you didn't take this one number one overall. Well, it was I, I didn't have a choice because I have a funny feeling I know who you're getting ready to say. And the thing about him is that there are at least people that do like him. Uh, Kyrie Irving, is he's getting a zero on the Q scale. Mm-hmm. There are some people who like him. But even those who like him, I think there's even a point where they go, oh, okay, this is a little... This is a little much. It's Bill Belichick. Oh, that's that's that's, that's not, not the one you who thought I thought I was you were with. talking about. I, I mean, am I wrong? Bill Belichick is the most unlikable person, I think, in the history of the NFL. Well, I mean, I can't disagree with you. I'm a lifelong Jets fan. The thing about Bill, and it actually applies to who I thought you were talking about, every person that actually knows him, Says he's much better behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. He just hates the media. I mean, I get it. He should he should probably be on this list. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's won a lot, which that always see, helps in your see, unlikableness. See, that's the thing. He's won six Super Bowls, and he thinks it's all because of him. Yeah, see, nobody finds Cliff Kingsbury to be that unlikable because, well, he never wins squat, so he's kind of irrelevant but over the years with all of the scandals that they were involved in it all started with spygate and it earned him the nickname belichick and there are people who have called him that ever since that happened and that was what 15 years ago uh yes, yeah. it was 15 yeah. years ago wow <laughs> spygate was 15 years ago and we still talk about that and then they had to go through deflate gate and all of the other things that uh, has, you know, come up over the years. The And the way he addresses the media and just his stone-faced, cocky, uh, it's all of it. I think it's not even really close that he's one of the most hated people in sports history. Well... That's under no circumstances who I thought you were going to take. I thought I was gifting you one. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to sit back quietly and try to not give you any hints on who I was talking about. Okay, that's 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 fire. That's fair. Um, I actually thought you just said that's fire, and I I'm not going to lie, I was going to beat you to death. 
Because no. uh, if, if you said that's fire, you're not Tank Spencer. Uh, there is somebody in here <laughs> from the government that is here to harm me. <laughs> Just know that. If you're ever kidnapped, that is a perfect phrase to tell Jeremy he needs to leap into action. Mm-hmm. If you ever say that's fire, uh, the, 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 the troops are a coming because you are in grave danger. Uh, next on my most unlikable list, another from the, uh, from the NFL. It's Aaron Rodgers. Wow, you don't you don't agree? No, Why? I don't. He is a hundred percent one of the most hated players in the NFL. I, I, not for me. He's not. Added, I know he's not for you. That's not what this is. This isn't this isn't my personal hate list. Or else J.R. Reed would be pretty high on this list for me personally. But. That's a it's a personal story from when I was a kid. It's, that's a deep flex. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is you went deep into the coffers on that. I one. did. I did. Um, look. I just, so why do you not like him? Who? Aaron Rodgers. All right. So what's the unlike? I personally about love Aaron Rodgers. I do too. The see, this is the reason that I went wow because I feel <laughs> like there's about thirty percent of us that go, oh yeah, that guy doesn't give a squirt what you think about him, uh-huh. and I respect it. And the fact he'll go on the most popular sports show in America once a week and unabashedly just tell you, I don't care what you think. And then give out book club recommendations. (laughs) There there are not many people that care less what people think about them than I do. Aaron Rodgers is on that very short list. Okay, all right. So I think uh, 30% might be shooting it a little high. I don't. But every other person that sees him hates him because of those things he does because he goes on to the pat mcafee show each and every week and thinks we dare care what he talks about i've i I have heard this time and time again and i'm surprised that you haven't he has had a nothing but a cocky attitude since he came into this league yeah he's got a chip on his shoulder he's also one of the greatest quarterbacks ever lived Mm -hmm. so earned it earned it but is he one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time because if he's not your top 10 you did wrong He's, he's not your top ten Super Bowl. Uh, yep, you're he's talking, not as great as you think. Yeah, you're preaching to the wrong choir there, uh, brother. Because that's I said that with Tom Brady. I don't think it's as far off as you think. No, he won more rings than Peyton. Yeah, if Peyton had been in New England, I could argue he had ten. Mm-hmm. I can make the argument, which is why I am. And and this just tells me that you're fire them cannon. By golly, put more powder in the thing. Uh uh, it's it's gone too far. It's Tom Brady, and it's not even debatable. I thought that was the easiest layup too in the history of time. I really, I thought it was the easiest layup ever. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I took Kyrie over over him is because there's about eight to ten percent of fans that just love him. Everybody else, if you don't pull for New England, Tampa Bay, or Tom himself, you unabashedly despise him. He is the most there. I get more visceral responses on Tom Brady than any other player. Aaron Rodgers is not even close. Now, that could be a little biased because people know the audience with which they are tweeting. Because mm-hmm. I love him personally, but that is that is shocking. And and I'm not gonna lie, there's another one that you you left my top three, and they are eight billion years away from everybody else. And I'm dumbfounded you didn't take the next one that I'm going to say after the break. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville.
When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Kyrie Irving wants to trade out of Brooklyn. And that, but that, we don't talk about basketball, yeah. so we really don't care. Uh, that got us thinking about uh, the most unlikable people in sports history. And, well, that's the daily draft topic today here in the Ingalls studio. As uh, Jeremy went with Kyrie Irving, a number one. Wasn't really all that close. Either. He's a dope. Well, and it's not even that. It's it, no one likes him. I have literally never had anybody say to me, "It's my favorite player in the NBA." Most of them go, "Man, I wish he'd shut up." Mm-hmm. And, and he's just kooky and out. Seacrest out. Yep. Uh, I followed that up with Bill Belichick. Surprised that Jeremy did not go that route. Then it was Aaron Rodgers for me. Because that one still shocks me. A lot of people hate Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people hate Aaron Rodgers. See, to me, that's 15 to 20% for his takes on coronavirus. Uh, it, it, other than that, I don't know anybody that genuinely hates him. Mm-hmm. D- dislikes him? Okay. I just, I don't know. From, I, I'll be honest with you, I had 10 names on my list. Aaron Rodgers wasn't on it. That's insane. And maybe I'm letting my own view cloud. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. It's entirely 100%. possible. 100%. Uh, Mainly because I already had two quarterbacks and I went, okay, I'm I'm good there. And then Jeremy follows it up with Tom Brady, which is also a great choice. If you don't love him, you absolutely hate him. And that's the same story for the next guy. And I am absolutely dumbfounded that you didn't take Brady or the guy I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. It's LeBron James and it's not even close. Over the last 10 years, I don't know that I've ever seen public narrative change so much on a guy 
for so many different reasons. There are people that can't stand him because of Michael. Mm -hmm. There are people that can't stand him because of politics. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you how I feel about any of these things. I don't know that there's a person in any sport that I've seen more reasons that people don't like them than LeBron James. Yep. Now, I think the Michael thing is a little – that's a little short-sighted to me. Yeah, of, it is what it is. Well, I mean. and that's because people are crazy, and right. somebody has to be the greatest, and that means that the other is a bum, mm -hmm. and it's not the case. Mm -hmm. But I, he is universally disliked, and if you don't believe me, look at how Space Jam did. <laughs> I mean, not to mention that that was a horrible idea and a horrible movie. So, well, a secret time. So was the first one. Uh, Bill Budajek said in the U stop that now. <laughs> there were no lies told. Uh, Bill Budajek said, "I haven't watched an NBA game in three years. Have I missed anything? Nope. Nope. No, you not have not. A thing. You have not missed a thing because the Denver the Denver Nuggets still have not won an NBA championship. It's okay, give it till June." This is the year. Nikola Jokic, big old trip dub last night. No big deal. Best player in the league, not close. Now averaging a triple-double for mm -hmm. the season I saw. That's Dog. good for him. Good for him. Uh, all right, and uh, so it's my turn again? Yes, and you have two well, picks. Well. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think there's anybody you can take here that I'm going to walk away thinking anything other than, man, I won that by a lot. Yeah, no, probably not. Um Antonio Brown. Ooh, that's a good Antonio one. Brown has oh, to be that's on this a list. Good one. Because I mean, for every weird idiosyncrasy that you have for Kyrie Irving, um I have that, but I also have uh, arrest histories and uh <laughs> Oh that's him stripping a good his clothes one. off in the middle of games and I, there's just a litany of things freezing your feet off uh I, I mean talk about some of the dumbest people in the history of sports antonio brown had it all he was going down as one of the greatest wide receivers of all time and then he went full crazy and i'm i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know that there's a name that i would have just been all right so you're saying we so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> Yeah, Antonio Brown. I mean, his is some of his gets into criminal stuff, mm -hmm. and then you the the naked in a pool in Dubai. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is out there. Yeah, and it gets weirder and weirder every time you see it. I'm torn between two selections on this next one, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the coach route again. Oh, you're gonna go. Oh no. I mean, you change one letter of his last name. It's Nick Saban. Uh, right, 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 right. Most hated. I mean, this you have all of the, with, with the LeBron James thing, you have all the people who believe that Michael is the greatest and they hate LeBron James because of that. Well, you also have those old school college football fans who believe that Bear Bryant is the greatest of all time. I mean... You can't deny the success that Nick Saban has had in his career, not only winning national titles galore at Alabama, but also winning one with LSU. Um, the, the, every Miami Dolphins fan hates him with a severe passion. 
because he was their head coach and then said, I'm never going to be the head coach of Alabama. And then not 24 hours later, he was on an airplane going to Alabama to take the Crimson Tide job. And then you just think about all of the scenario. I mean, just you can pull up weekly press clippings of Nick Saban and just give it to a hater and watch him spin. Because he's also one of those cocky, brash, knows, you know, he's, he falls right in line with Bill. So you may have just inadvertently cost yourself this draft because you made me think of something that I didn't think about. Ooh. We never said they were active. No. This yeah. is all time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say mine back to back. And okay. I have a feeling when I say them, you're just going to go, yep, you won. Yep, you won, and I and I respect that, and I tip my cap to you, sir. Okay. Lance Armstrong Ooh. and Floyd Mayweather Jr. That's, that's pretty good. Had you not taken Antonio Brown, I would not have done that because I didn't think about players that weren't actively playing. Mm-hmm. Lance Armstrong. Uh, I mean, that, there's no question. That may be the most hated athlete ever. Yeah, because you cheated with the flag on your back. Oh yeah, and then you were so unbelievably smug about it. Like, oh no, I didn't. Do it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you you did. did it all. You did it all. It's not. It, frankly, I'm not even sure they caught everything that you did do. And yeah, the only thing that would keep him off this list, he hadn't been relevant for so long that some people may have allowed that to. I don't know, fall out of their, their daily lexicon, mm -hmm. which might ding me on that, which is why I reeled it back to somebody that's been relevant much more recently, Mr. Floyd, money, Mayweather. Yeah. I. It's it, one thing for somebody to have way more money than you. It's another for somebody that just throws it around like it's on fire to make you think you're less than me. Mm -hmm. That's how I've always taken Floyd Mayweather. Didn't matter who he fought. Didn't matter who he talked to, interviews, everything. I have always felt that this is a guy, if you got him in a room and he had to tell you the truth, not only does he think he's better than you, he thinks he's way better than you. No matter who you are, where you're from, what you've done, your accomplishments, your mm -hmm. resume, none of it matters. Mm -hmm. And he is just incredibly unlikable. That's... I mean, I get it. I've heard lots of people say that before, but I only know four boxing fans. And so he's not, he's Am I never, one of those? right. He's never been on the, to me, the mainstream of sports haterism. Well, and that might be another thing that adds him for me. I feel like he killed boxing. How did he kill it? Well, I mean, the death of boxing happened in three big steps. One was Mike Tyson, two was Don King, three was Floyd Mayweather. Mm -hmm. Because everybody told you how great he was. And so he would have these fights that would get huge audiences, and they were unwatchable. Mm -hmm. Not not because he's not a good fighter, because he's a boring fighter. Mm -hmm. Greatest defender of all time, and that what I've heard about him? Oh, yeah. He's the greatest defensive fighter that's ever lived in any, in any fighting discipline. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he built up these huge audiences to get the huge money payday, and you do that four or five times, and then people just stop caring. It doesn't matter what they trot out there. Short of Tyson Fury, who's a sideshow attraction because he's seven feet tall, and Deontay Wilder. 
outside of that, there is nothing else you can sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd... Money way Mayweather, though, that's not a bad one. Not a bad one. Wouldn't win the strongest of your choices. There's one name you can say that I, I feel like would turn this into a draw. Ooh. I don't yeah. see draw very easily, but there is one name. Because when you took Bill Belichick and Antonio Brown, you took two off the board that I hadn't thought of. Mm-hmm. And so there's one sitting left on my list. There's one left on his list. Okay. Um, you know, I there there are so many options. But I'm going to have to go with another football player. And it's Terrell Owens. Oh, that's a good one. Terrell Owens has to be. I mean, you talk about a guy who's universally hated. Philadelphia Eagles fans hate him. Just uh, and Dallas Cowboys fans, maybe not as much, but yeah, they hate him too. I don't know a single person that after the shtick was over. I mean, at the moment, of course, when they were in the Super Bowl, Philadelphia Eagles fans were like, "Oh, To's my guy." When he was crying about, that's my quarterback, man. Dallas Cowboys fans would defend him to the death. And ever since then, he's just the guy that will not shut up. He will not go away. And he's, every year we have to have the stories of Terrell Owens wants to make a comeback at 54 years old. Like, stop it. I get you were one of the best. But did you have to be so damn insufferable? All right, I feel like we're we're borderline tied here, so I want to try the undrafted free agent Undra- thing in a different way. Undrafted free agent. All okay. right, you you say yours, and I will show the camera mine, and you can repeat it for the uh, radio audience. If it's the same person, neither one of us gets them. If it's a different person, we both get our last pick. Oh, um, well, it's not going to be the same person because I got to at some point put a baseball guy on here. It's who I thought you were going to take. It's Barry Bonds. That is not who I thought you were going to take. Connor McGregor is the one that he took. Okay. I feel like that. I feel like that one put me over the, uh, over the Maybe so. threshold. And here's why I couldn't take a baseball guy. Cause nobody cares at this point they've all these baseball guys have been beaten into the dust so hard that i i actively do not know a person that cares about the steroid thing Mm -hmm. do you no i don't know one no it became such a deal and it took your sport over that the purists have come back and they're tired of talking about it every year and the ones that weren't purists have left for good but barry wasn't the base barry wasn't the steroids thing I mean, I get that for most people that hate Barry Bonds, it was the steroids thing. It was the cheating thing. It was he was the most unlikable jack wagon on the planet. And I'm going to say one, and I think it's going to make you change your mind. Okay. Hey, Rod. That's I, the baseball player close. I thought you were talking about. It was close for me, but, uh, I mean, Barry is one that should be thought of in better light because of his career achievements. A-Rod never hit those heights. A Rod was never that guy. Not as a power guy. He was a, he was better than that as an average guy. Sure, but and he, he was a better fielder by I would argue yeah. a lot. Yeah, I don't know about that. Young Barry in his young heyday. he was better than Barry ever thought of being. Mm, I disagree. Barry had it all when he was when he was just a pup. 
coming up with the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he was still, uh, I mean, he was had everything, all five tools. He was better than Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, and I, then I, I don't know. About that. Okay, hey, how about he was the Ken Griffey Jr. before Ken Griffey Jr. came around? I and still am gonna grizzle at that, but uh, I at least get it. He had all of the tools. Should have been a no doubt Hall of Famer without the home runs and then he juiced and then he lied about it and then he just wouldn't talk to the media and he was standoffish with the media barry is just one of the all-time villains of baseball yeah i think you uh, i, I would have been i, I would have been on board with you if it said a rod mm-hmm. that's where i thought it was gonna be a tie because i think those two connor and a rod are right there together a rod's close, and Connor just keeps adding things to why he's so unlikable. I, he, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to say this: uh, names on the door, I can't. Connor McGregor's a criminal. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of things that have been accused him, and nothing seems to stick. So you do that enough times, and it's like, why does why do bad things follow you everywhere you go? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're the same guy that threw a. Uh, uh, a furniture dolly through the window of a bus. Not hard for me to get there. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Did you know that Ingles sells more organics than any other grocery store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. The Ingalls 2023 Southern Conference Downtown Dribble and Kids Fest, presented by Champion Credit Union, will be held Saturday, March 4th, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at the Roger McGuire Green at Peck Square Park. The Downtown Dribble will feature interactive games, inflatables, pet bands, cheerleaders, and parade. Each participant will receive a basketball, Downtown Dribble t-shirt, and a ticket to the noon session quarterfinal basketball games. Check-in will begin at 9.30 a.m. at Roger McGuire Green. To register, visit downtowndribble.eventbrite.com. Back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Most important message of the day. Don't do crimes. Oh. That's not that's, the one you I, told I, me. I didn't. I yeah. did the wrong one. I, I, I hit the wrong button. There's a reason I asked right before you hit the o'clock. button. Yeah, it was 5 o'clock and I hit the wrong button. All right, so we're uh, this is actually doing weird stories, uh, not crimes, because this next story has nothing to do with crimes, although... There are police involved in the story. This is uh, this is the story of Diane Gordon. Story comes to us from White Lake, Michigan. In the White Lake Township, Diane Gordon lives alone, and she doesn't have a car because last February her car broke down, and she cannot afford to get a new one. She's an elderly woman. And so ever since then, she's been having to walk everywhere she goes. In fact, she walks each and every day, 2.7 miles to be exact, to the local grocery store or to the gas station or wherever she needs to go. Um, 
she was on her way to the gas station the other day when she stumbled upon a plastic bag sitting on the sidewalk. And inside that plastic bag was a large sum of money. In fact, inside of it was 14,780 doll hairs. That's a lot of doll hairs. It is. And the first thought that crossed her mind was not, I don't have a car. I could get a car with $14,780. It wasn't, this is going to buy me a whole lot of snacks or whatever she was going to the gas station to get. Her first thought was, I need to call a police officer. So she calls the police. She tells them what she found. They come out and get it. And they somehow, doing what police officers do, doing that whole detecting thing, they were able to trace it and figure out that the plastic bag filled with $15,000 was actually money that was given to a couple who had just gotten married. And they lost their bag. Kind of reminds me of that whole scene from The Godfather, like, oh, if this was somebody else's wedding. Um, But then when they returned it, they thought, the, the police thought, She needs to be rewarded for this. So one of the wives of the officers started a GoFundMe campaign, told the story, and said, y'all, we need to buy this woman a car. Since that got posted just mere, what, two days ago, so far the GoFundMe for Diane Gordon is now at $44,875. That's uh, that, that's even more doll hairs. That, that is just goes to show you what being a good person, Jeremy, and returning the found money can get you. I would return the found money. <laughs> I have always said I wouldn't return the found money if it was put in my bank account. <laughs> it's one thing to find it on the street. It's another to put your ATM card in and go, oh, that number is much bigger than the number I was expecting. Is it, though? Is uh, it yeah. Different? Yeah. 100% it is. Yeah. Much different. You boo-booed. You boo-booed. <laughs> my story is also about an elderly woman, and it comes from Suffolk County, Long Island. The Suffolk County Police 2nd Police Precinct responded to 62nd and West 10th Street. That's the Huntington Station. This was on January 26th at 6 a.m. Because a neighbor had looked over and realized that there was a giant hole in the yard of their neighbor. Okay. What they didn't realize is that their 70-year-old neighbor was walking across their yard when a sinkhole opened up. And sucked her into it. Oh. Two other people saw this happen, and they attempted to rescue the woman, and they both fell into the hole as well. Police were called. Obviously, you bring in the fire department, the paramedics, all those things. They get the people out. The sinkhole itself was as big as eight cars. That is a gigantic sinkhole. That is a big And it's right at the front door of this house, too. So that house is in... Grave danger, we'll put it that way. Usually, the reason those happen is because there's nowhere for the drainage water to go, so it starts eroding things underneath it, and Mm -hmm. in goes everything on top of the uh, old land. Yikes. 
Not a great day for the homeowner. No, not at all. Uh, Patrick Holt, uh, that's that's points. Says Jeremy would have returned the $500 that he found in that bag. 100% he would have. Look, <laughs> what are you, a cop? No. I would have returned, like, the 12-5 that I found. Okay. And now the truth comes out. Uh, okay. Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know, money flying around, but it looked like the wind blew it away. It's very unfortunate. The, the wind blew it. That's not true, and you all know it. Okay. Now, you deposit in my bank account. That's a different story. Different story. That's the bank's boo-boo. Okay. All right. All right. Good to know. Good to know. It is the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Jeremy, you looking forward to Super Bowl week? Uh, not so much looking forward to media days because that's a lot of Nick Sirianni talking, which I'm just What is out. it with you and Nick Sirianni? I, I don't like his face. I, I, I need him to do something about his face because it's really, really irking me. Is it because you're jealous? Because he's, he's more handsome than you are? Or? Uh, apparently, you're intoxicated. Because uh, Nick Sirianni looks like he should be the new host of Insomniac with David Tell. And he last slept when, I don't know, Trump went out of office. That's, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Sirianni looks like somebody that never, never, no good can come. It's Friday. I, I pledge to be nice. He does kind of look like a uh, younger Dave Portnoy. I think Dave Portnoy would be would be offended by that. Well, he can be offended all he wants to. Uh, there are so many things I want to say right here, and I can't, and it and it makes me so sad because at least two of them are very funny. <laughs> Is that whole Jeremy not being nice thing? Uh, good, correct. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, yeah, I don't. I do not understand your Nick Sirianni hatred. It's the attitude. I mean, it goes back to what Julian Love said. You know, basically, you were born on third base and you're acting like you hit a triple. Okay, this is a really good roster that you had nothing to do with. This but season. who wouldn't? But who wouldn't act like that? Never seen Andy Reid act that way, have I? That's weird. All Andy Reid does some really stupid State Farm commercials, and one of them is pretty funny. Where he drew the mustaches, Mahomes shows up and he goes, boop, throws the marker away. That's what I look. I'm an Andy Reid kind of guy. I'm okay with you having personality. It's mm -hmm. this in your face, smug arrogance. I don't want that from a coach. And you mark my words, it's not going to end well. You may win a Super Bowl. Five years from now, you'll look back and go, oh, yeah, when he's the offensive coordinator for the Panthers. Oh, yeah, Jeremy just really didn't like him. Weird. I think I figured out why. Okay. Right. And I'm sure he's a nice enough guy. Mm -hmm. I just don't – I don't – he is embracing the spirit of his city. I'm not saying I don't understand why you're doing this. I also won't be shocked if penalties become a huge problem for the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and that's something we're talking about on Monday because that's what you do. You're the brash guy where half of your team ends up in fights in a game that's 31-7. to oh, Weird. Pick on somebody your own size, because you haven't yet. He's a perfect topic on a uh, Fafo Friday, too, because I feel like the uh, uh, his whole mantra is about a 47 fa, and Andy Reid is sitting back with a 47 foe. Mm -hmm. 
you think this is uh, you? You've been building this up much like you, uh, m- much like you were planting your flag on the Dallas Cowboys Tampa Bay uh, 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 playoff game. I think it's a bloodletting. Yeah, I think all this narrative of how great Darius Slay is. I think you're about to see why people like me have gone. <laughs> oh, you actually meant that. I mean, the AP All Pro team had his had him as the second corner in the league. Mm-hmm. It is comical to me how stupid that is. You could have put James Bradbury there. I'd have been fine. Uh, Darius Slay, I feel like Pat Mahomes is looking at you going, I'm going to pick on you all night long. And as I've broken down the tape, I'm more convinced of it than I've ever been. Really? Okay. I said it from the jump. Whoever gets out of the AFC, you went through a battle royal to get here. The Philadelphia Eagles put on a sundress and just skipped through a field and went, (laughs) look, we beat – Josh Johnson and Daniel Jones to get here. Right. Man, whoo, I'm really glad that we got through that gauntlet. Good luck. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. This is your time saver traffic on the new ESPN Asheville. Driving slow, 26 westbound approaching Hendersonville Road beginning in the Naples area and continuing to Long Shoals Road. An accident in the stretch near Airport Road. 40 westbound in Haywood County, crawling between NC-209 and US-276. Smoky Park Highway north and southbound approaching Sand Hill Road, congestion both directions. Near Fletcher, Hendersonville Road northbound approaching Fanning Bridge Road, slow. Sweeten Creek Road northbound approaching Mills Gap Road, light delays. I'm Lincoln Fuel with your time saver traffic. This report is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance can protect your small business with over 30 coverage options, an easy-to-use mobile app, personalized discounts, and more. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Discounts and coverage selections not available in all states or situations. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes, and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. 
Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! Welcome back into the Sportsocracy and uh, Sean Payton. Apparently... Officially signs his five-year deal with the Denver Broncos. Apparently getting every every bit of the money that we expected he was going to get. The report is uh, five years, $100 million. $100 million. $20 million a year. That is the report. That is not confirmed. Mm-hmm. Which is not shocking to me. It shouldn't be. I knew it was going to be somewhere in that somewhere in that neighborhood. Hey, he's just making a little bit more than Tony Romo, who had to have an intervention with CBS. So, which I didn't really get that. Why? I I mean, has the the the, the story said that it, because he has fallen off in the last two years? Uh yeah, he's fallen off. I I don't really pay attention to the to the play-by-play anymore so maybe i'm just maybe i'm just missing it but he's had some we'll say he's had some hiccups and when you're paying this much money to somebody i i get it like like what i i mean i don't have an example off the top of my head i'm just curious i mean i can't tell you well when the chiefs played the uh doing the patriots in the third quarter with four minutes to go he's I'm just like, what is he getting it? Is he just getting stuff wrong? Is he not giving the same kind he's of just insight? Not the, he's not the same commentator that he was in the beginning. It's very obvious that as time goes on, he's getting further away from the game. He's less able to do that Tony Romo thing where he calls out the play before it happens. I haven't seen him do that in a year. Mm-hmm. And CBS is less than happy about it. Okay. It's also not ironic that you got Tom Brady coming into CBS or into Fox. And CBS is going, oh, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. You've got to be A1 since day one. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, we will find someone who is. Yep. That ginormous contract that he signed with CBS, yeah, they're they're paying him to be the best in the business. And I guess if you're not living up to the best in the biz uh, label, then you got to. I just thought the, the, the term intervention was very funny. weird. Funny? To me, it was funny. Intervention is when you have something that's killing you. Mm-hmm. Like this is, we need to do this so that you don't die. I, I found that to be a funny way of terming that. Yeah. And also, Scott Turner's got a job. All right, yeah, good for Scott Turner. Headed to a team that you know we didn't attack for two segments today. New high. We don't know the exact title, but he will be high up in the passing game for. The Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, Let's go. Hot. Oh, yeah. This is going well. So this beautiful. Is, it, it, you know, it's been a great day. It's been a great couple days to be a Raider. Thank I you. feel bad for the fans. Thank you, Las Vegas Raiders, for doing that. Uh, so uh, why? Because so, it keep was my worst nightmare that he was going to end up with Todd Bowles in Tampa Bay. Oh, that would have been fun. It shouldn't be your worst nightmare, though. Your worst nightmare should be what was reported over the last couple days. Tampa Bay Buccaneers kicked tires on our old uh, old buddy, our Baker Mayfield. 
do what i i don't ask for much i am a simple man of simple means and the last time i did this i got to drive all the way back not even drive ride after many domestic lights just making tank as miserable as possible <laughs> if there is any way that Baker Mayfield could be the next co- the next quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I mean, I've wanted many things more, but not recently. Yeah, no. This no. is the, this is my new today. This is what I want today. I would be much more excited for Jameis Winston to return. Well, I mean, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. It, Baker Mayfield. You should be about equivalently interested and, and excited about that. As if uh, I, I somehow found a way to unlock your phone and found a whole lot of texts where you had t- been talking smack about me. Because both are going to ultimately lead <laughs> to sheer misery. I might be more excited about a prison term than, <laughs> than seeing Baker Mayfield under center for my team. At Sports Thank ESPN. <laughs> I've, I've wanted to do that all day. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. We will return on Monday. Don't forget... Senior Bowl, 2 o'clock tomorrow on YouTube at the Sportsocracy.